shirt is out. Can y'all really feel me? Peachy's in the house, says she's always on a milli. Out west, he's the king of the bay. Fatino's all gritty, yeah, that boy don't play. Hold up. From the bay to the streets, Breezy represents the east, so we call him the beast. Together they form a powerful being like Voltron. Don't miss a single episode, turn your bells on. Nitty gritty, this the line is tall. Throwing like a better take a wall. Nitty gritty, this the line is tall. We outline players up and show. Nitty gritty, this the line is tall. Don't like it, better take a wall. Nitty gritty, this the line is tall. Line is tall, nitty gritty, this the line is tall. Sound the alarms! What's going on, PG? How you doing out there? I'm good. How are you? I'm nitty gritty right now. I'm 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 doing all right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we back for another episode of Nitty Gritty Niners. We're gonna be previewing this Rams game. <sighs> Second place team in the NFC West. This is gonna be a good matchup on Monday Night Football. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to Monday Night Football. How about you? I am. Looking forward to it, but I also have some trepidation as well. So, you know. <laughs> you, you got you got some what? PG, PG be coming on here with them SAT words, man. I, she got some trepidation. She she's uh yeah. Um PG, what which what do you mean for those that may not understand? It means that I have some fear and anxiety. Don't. Don't I'm say scared. Word. Don't say fear. No. Oh, you I do. I'm just being honest. I, you could be honest, but like, come on, like we're not, we're not scared. You know what I mean? We're gonna get this bone. I gotta get you, I gotta get you in the bone crusher mode. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I gotta get you in bone crusher mode. Cause you ain't never scared. What you ain't never scared. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we, we gotta we gotta get you in bone crusher mode ASAP. But ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of Nitty Gritty Niners Talk. Man, I appreciate you guys. Look, before we get this show started, before I find out how our co- how the host day went, because it's a Thursday, I mean, it's a Wednesday, it's a wild out Wednesday, and I can't wait to see what's going on. I definitely want to salute and say happy Veterans Day to all of our veterans out there. Peachy, happy Veterans Day to you. Thank you very Tomorrow much. is for you. We get to celebrate you. You're still living among us, and we get to lift you up and celebrate you and celebrate all the veterans out there. As you can see, I'm rocking that 49ers veteran apparel. Uh, and we want to make sure that our veterans are honored, commemorated, and celebrated on tomorrow. So to all the veterans that are watching the show tonight, happy Veterans Day, early Veterans Day to you. Every day should be a Veterans Day, if you know what I'm talking about, because we thank you for your service. Peachy, let's get through these formalities real quick so we can get this show on the road. We got a special guest tonight, too, and I'm super excited. I'm not going to say who the special guest is, but I can't wait till the special guest appears and we're going to have some fun. It's about to get cold up here on the East Coast, right, Mose? We got to let Mose let them know how cold it's about to get if it gets cold. We're supposed to have a winter, but they saying it's going to be a mild winter. Don't know what that means. But it's going to get cold, cold enough to wear hoodies. Can you agree or disagree? What, what, how you feel about the East Coast cold? I don't like it here. <laughs> I just didn't expect that as an answer. 
he don't like it here. Like, like that's that's what it is. Like, he he doesn't like it here. And so Mose just let you know that Mose, welcome. I saw you struggling in the background. Like you was playing double dutch. I didn't know when you was gonna come in, but it's it's, it's always available. First of Oops, all, first of all, first of all, I was I wasn't struggling. Oh, my technology was struggling. Mose, you and I had to you, get it together. I wasn't struggling. Blame, why you gotta blame it on the technology, dog? Like just. Blame okay. it on the juice. Because <laughs> I, I am, because that, that's what I do. I do this all day, every day. Okay. All right. I'm, all right. Well, Comcast or technology, whatever it is, get y'all stuff oh, together. Not, not that. It, it was Comcast. Yeah. So Comcast so has what, to be having issues so around at, so after that, So after that show, I go downstairs and I'm watching, you know, NFL Network getting ready for the games. And all of a sudden, the, the, Picture just freeze for like 10, 15, 20 seconds, and then it just it would start playing again. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, this was doing my my internet was doing that. My internet was going out and coming back, going out, coming back. Apparently, there was an outage in my area. So it didn't clear up until about like one o'clock, right before the game started. Then Monday it was having issues. And then uh Tuesday, it was a nationwide outage, and my wife was down. What? For like an hour and a half, so like nationwide man, for Comcast. That's what that's what she told me because she I told, I told you, her to. I, knew I told her to call her. I was like, I was like, because I tried to fix it before I left for to go to work. Like Monday, I worked from home, but Tuesday I had to go in the office, so I tried to fix it before I went in. And I was like, you got to call them. This is what you tell them what's going on. This is what they'll say. Tell them you your husband did X, Y, and Z. And then they should be able to figure it out. But when she called them, she said, they didn't even do anything. It was like, oh, it's a nationwide outage. We know about it. We're working on it. So, yeah, Comcast you, tripping. You want to talk about technical difficulties, man? You know, I'm I'm a Mac user, right? So am I. Okay, and so I, you know, my students like like coerced me into buying a PC for gaming and streaming. So they built my computer, right? And so I haven't used Windows since 1998. Remember, it's Windows 98 NT. That was the last mm-hmm. time I used I used Windows. And so right before the show, bro, you want to talk about technical difficulties? It had an update that said, update now or I will crash. Like, that's what it said. It said it just like that. And so I did an update. And as I'm doing the update, I'm like, oh, snap, that junk came right back where we left off. Right? Cool. And so as I'm looking for my sound effects, the joint's not playing, dog. I'm like, what the what the what? So I just want to say this to Windows, you. I hope y'all was able to hear that beep out there as I'm getting this fixed up. Did you hear the beep, uh, PG yes. and Moe's? Okay, so I'm hoping out there. Guys, if you heard the beep, please make sure you give a mother thumbs up because I'm like, how dare they do that? Like, I couldn't give y'all a round of applause as y'all came in. I couldn't sound the alarm. It was mad quiet and awkward. People were like, uh, there's no alarm, Breezy. I, I know. It's technology. So like Moe's, I'm a blaming on the tech. You know what I'm saying? But listen, guys, I just want to know how y'all day went. That was how your weekend went. How'd your day go, Moe's? Was, was, was Wednesday a good day for you? Peachy, was Wednesday a good day for you? I don't know. Do you, you, you really want to know how my day went? I, they want to know. I, I definitely want to know. So really I, can do, know? I can do emotional uh, management right now. I got to make Support. sure I can help you guys. Okay. okay. It's my job. Guys, there's a poll out there in the chat, and the poll is simply, the question is, 
are the 49ers in 2022. I know I'm pre paraphrasing. I'm, I'm rewording it, but it means the same thing. Are they rebuilding or reloading? And so I would love to hear what you guys have to say. We're going to let that joint rock, man. Shout out to Jeremiah Smith. I think the sounds are back. Hey, I think the sounds are back. All right, man. Go ahead, Peach. You got you. You know, Peach, I ain't got to tell you. You you do what you do like you're doing it for TV. Thank you, Jeremiah. We appreciate the contribution. I believe the Niners would do both rebuild and reload. Rebuild and reload. Wow. Now that's different. I like that. Listen, that the, he is the true meaning of faithful. Right. With the way John and Kyle <laughs> been doing this roster, you expect them to rebuild and reload, brother. Yeah. Yo, you know that gift. You know that gift of the Charles Dutton clap, aka the Rock, where he's just like, "Yes, mad hard." My hand hurt too doing that. That that's that. the clap he deserves, man. Look, my 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 partner in crime, my neighbor says that Comcast has been down all week. This is why my streaming has sucked. So I'm telling Comcast right now. They're going to owe me some free internet or upgrade me to like 900 MPSB. You got to credit me, dog. Yeah, something some going down. And if y'all out there, we talking about reloading. Comcast better get to reloading or they better get to rebuilding because there's going to be some, yeah. some repercussions in a minute because we pay way too much for us oh, to bring yeah. you quality way shows. Too <laughs> way too much. Way too much. Yeah, I didn't steal your Cali. I didn't steal your suggestion. <laughs> Kelly, if I stole your suggestion, my apologies, bro. I've been thinking this reload, retool, reboot, rethink. You, th- I've been thinking for it for for a minute. I just wanted to ask it, you know, because I just it's weird, right? Because you say, are we rebuilding? We don't really have the 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 draft capital to rebuild, right? You can't rebuild in free agency, but what's that saying they say about free agency? What do you, you supplement in free agency, or you? Is it, or do you supplement from the draft? I can't, whatever one, it, it, you supplement somewhere. And so a lot of people are saying reload, man. Like, reload? Like, all right, I'm off for the reload, y'all. But Ken, for the first time in 49ers, like, history since, you know, after the Bill Walsh days, can we reload with the right pieces? Last time we reloaded right was Deion Sanders, Toy Cook, Tim McDonald, Kid Norton Jr. Like, I don't even think we added anybody on the offense. We just reloaded on the D. And we won the Super Bowl. I just right. don't think the 49ers reload anything, yo. Like, I, I, they, they get the wrong players. You thought D Ford was going to be the guy. He, he was cool till he got hurt. Right. How do you feel about this? I mean, look, with the money that we saved from Jimmy, if we cut ties with D Ford, that's money saved there. So that sounds like about thirty-five million, I think, and to play those two players. If we cut ties with McGlinchey, that's money saved there. But I, but they, I don't know if they can cut him. I don't think they can cut him. I, we we would have to phone a friend on that one. I don't think they can cut him to save money. They can cut him, but I don't think they would save money. All right. Well, I mean, listen. Even with the thirty-five million that we would add, that's two players. That's two. But That's two players. Here's, here's here's my question. Do we find comparable salaries to fill up those two spots, or do we stretch that over four, five, six, seven players in free agency? No, dog. Because the, the, the more you stretch that out, the lesser quality talent that you're going to get. That's but crazy. you may get more talent than just 
two really, really good dudes. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We're not having this conversation. Not on my block. <laughs> go get it's me. It's a valid. It's a valid conversation. Go, go get what me. You, go get me. What do you do with that money? Go get me the cream. I'm not gonna go to the store and buy. If I want a pair of quality sneakers, I'm not gonna go to the store and get four pair of sneakers for the same price I pay for that one quality or that two those two quality pair. Go get me my quality pair because I know they're gonna be durable. They're the newest ones out. Right, they're gonna be more in style, in season, have more cushion, have the latest technology. Like I want that. You know what I'm saying? I'm hey, not bro, gonna. But you can go. You can go to the Nike outlet right now and get you a pair of two seventies for seventy five percent off. They, they still two seventies. No, no, they they Nikes, but they different from two seventies. Those sneakers is defective. No, I yeah. no, I got. Hey, I, I, I the the, the I first pair of two seventies I bought I bought them retail from I don't think they know what two seventy we talking about Air Maxes the Air what? Max two seventies I just wanted to make make the sure they knew one, the newest one with the big bubble in the back I just okay? wanted to make sure so they knew I bought I bought the white black and gold ones retail off of eBay right, All right I mean, hear me out East bro Bay. hear me out hear me I, out I took my kids to the, to the Nike outlet and got and and I because you know you can't buy no kid first of all. You my son not. is a uh, my son is eleven and he already wearing an eight and a half nine. Damn. So his shoes off the rack is one fifty one seventy five. So Damn. don't get me started there. So I took him to the outlet because they just needed something to run around in. Not no fresh kicks for school. Just you know something to run around in the summer. They're gonna be outside. Just get them some get them some nice shoes that'll last long, but they can run around in them. Okay, bro. I w- I saw the two seventies. I was like, wait a minute. These joints on, on the rack, the two seventies for fifty, and he's my side. Give me these. Yeah, it's like so. Like, don't get it twisted. The the outlet stuff, some of the stuff be defected, and you can't tell. Some of the stuff just go on sale because it's out of season, right? And they're trying to move product, right? Just right. But so, just, so I, I like I like your thought process. I, I know you know where I'm I going. I like your thought process. So. You gotta be a valuable shopper, right? You gotta, you gotta be smart, John Lynch. You gotta, you gotta be it. smart. You and gotta see, read the. You, you gotta read the reports. Right. You gotta find the reports and within the reports. You gotta check. You gotta check the car facts. You gotta check the. Car. You gotta check the. Car. You gotta do all that stuff. But nice. see, I like that. do we trust John Lynch to do that due diligence? Because the listen, question is, do you, you trust go, Kyle? You can go trust to, Kyle Shanahan. See it, all of them. Do you trust? Do you trust Lynch? Peters, do you trust Shanahan, do you trust Peters? Because listen, they you, can go, to the out, good, you can go to the outlet mm-hmm. and you can get the pair of shoes that, based on the timeline, they're Facts. out of season. Facts. But when you rock them, you can make them look like them they're in season. Your feet, yeah. Them joints look fresh as fresh. Like, Oh, you got them joints? Oh, I see you playing. Peachy, can so, we give Mo's the ding? Can we give him the ding? <laughs> yeah, that that deserves a ding. We got a contribution, Mo's. Hold that thought. Thank you, T Man six seven nine. Rebuilding T-Man with new coach and GM. So finally, <laughs> I, you know what, T Man six seven nine. I just want to say that I appreciate you being my family. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't know me by, if you don't know me by now, you may you never, 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 never know me. Let me explain something, yo. Oh, we got the backgrounds? We got the pictures. Of course. Of course. <laughs> All right, so hear me out. When I post stuff on Twitter, right, 
a lot of people take it face value. I really be asking stuff within the stuff. You just got to mm-hmm. read in between the spaces, no pun yep. intended. I never said that if we rebuild, we re- we were rebuilding with players, bro. It's not what came out of my mouth. I said, will we be rebuilding in 2022? Now, T-Man said, you know what? I know Breezy. So let me go ahead, drop this contribution real quick. Now I mean, and we rebuilding with the new coach and GM. So I like this fire that you starting right now. I don't think we need to build with them, but I do think that we need to rebuild that unit, that coaching staff. We need to add some seasoning in there, as Peachy would call it, some veterans, right? On Veterans Day, we need to bring in some guys that know something about something to help the young people do their thing. Look, I hate to talk about it, but we playing Sean McVay on this week, right? And I understand mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan is 4-0 uh, over the last four games. Jimmy Garoppolo has a four-game win streak against the Rams. I get it. Last one was 23-20. We barely won, but we won. A win is a win, right? I understand it. I figured deal that, right? But here's my thing. Teams add players that make them better. The 49ers add players to just take up roster spots. Just to take up spots. Ah, you know what, man? We're going to go get this cat, man, because, you know, he played (laughs) with the Cardinals, and they overloaded at the receiver position. We're going to get him in here. We're going to make him look crispy cream during the preseason and give him one target in the regular season. (laughs) I'm just asking, bro. That's that's coaching, bro. Y'all got to help me, man. Y'all got to help me get through this show. Like Moe's, I'm sipping on the crown apple. All right? So it is what it is. But that that's some of the things, man, I, I'm talking about. But listen, ladies that's and so gentlemen, all the way from the Bay. I think he's from the Bay. I hope he's from the Bay. He's from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. He's from Come right on, here. man. You ain't do your Jersey, baby. Oh, Jersey man. in the building. Hey, hey. He <laughs> looks like he's from the Bay. I can tell you that. All the way from Jersey. Which part of Jersey? Jersey? He he North Jersey. I'm South Jersey. He North Jersey. See Jersey too. So you know I come from a little state, which is like not as big as Jersey. So Jer- so he's North Jersey and you South Jersey. Which one's yeah, more North hood? Jersey? I'm South. North <laughs> North got. I, I, I keep it a buck. North North more hood than South. I tell you this. I'm originally from Philly, but I moved over to Jersey when I was younger. So I know what hood looked like because I come from Philly. Right, and so when we- I came over to Jersey and when these fake hoods was trying to act tough, I'm looking at them like, bro, y'all don't even know. But you go up to North Jersey. Listen, I, I, ain't, I ain't even going to put no cities, no names out there. Somebody might see something, feel some type of way. But definitely North Jersey got some spots. You know, All right, let me, you don't want to so just cruise through there. Let me rewind all the way from the East Coast, North Side, North Jersey, a.k.a. New Jersey Drive, a.k.a. Juice, a.k.a. Yeah, y'all don't know nothing about that movie. A.k.a. My man, the one and only, Mr. Jason Aponte. Hey, man. Hey, man. Let me tell you something, Jason. When I ask for a motherfucking bio, just send me the goddamn bio. Let me tell you how simple Jason is, y'all. 
This he is said, what he says. Simple as that. Just say hey. that and we good. Hey, he says, look, it could be just this, just that, and we good. That's it. <laughs> but I like to bring him out. Yo, I be on my Steve Harvey, man. Don't, don't, dec- don't, you know what I'm saying? I be wanting to be on my Steve Harvey, bro. Hey, yo, we but we don't, we don't got the, we don't got the wood stoop to rub on. I was thinking Jesus <laughs> comedy, though, but we got the crew right here. You know what I mean? So I'm look, thinking, Jason, I'm, no, think- I'm thinking Showtime at the Apollo, know, Steve Harvey. That's when he was really bringing them out. Yes. <laughs> he was bringing them. Jason, what's going on, fam? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, uh, I, I appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, North Jersey, closer closer to the city. So, like, you know, my father my father's from the Bronx, um, but uh, originally where I'm from is like Hoboken, Jersey City area, which is like 10, 15 minutes from Newark. So, like, yeah, like right now, I I moved out. You know, when I had my daughter, I moved out to a place that was a little bit more quiet, um, like Bayonne. So that's where that's where I'm at right now. So. That's what's up, man. That's that's what's up. Welcome to the show, man. First time on here. We appreciate you. Shout out to Mose for doing his diligence and 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 reaching out to you. It was like, yo, man, gotta get these guys on the show, man. This dude is just, this dude knows what he's talking about. You know so much that you act like you from the Bay. How about that? That's what I'm talking about. I mean, that, that's cool, too. I mean, I, I like that, and I like that we're all not from there because we have to break the stigma sometimes of, like, you have to be from a certain place to like a certain team because I get right. that all the time. Sometimes in my YouTube comments, like, oh, how these East Coast people, then, you know, what do they know? Man, mm-hmm. I know people that live down the street from the stadium that couldn't tell you who the, who the, the quarterback is, and I know people – you know, uh, in different parts of the country that can name you one through 53. So it really don't matter about your, where you're from. So that's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? You listen, man, we want, we, we want you to have you, this is going to be your time. Uh, we're going to ask you some questions. We're going to interview you. You're the, you're the star. And we want to, you know, get your takes on some things. And then we want to get your take on this game, yo, because uh, we, we need, we need it. We need you to keep it 100. That's what this show is all about. You know what I mean? Don't sugarcoat shit. Just keep it 100. Feel free to say whatever you want. I got a censor button. My timing going to be off, but nobody gives a fuck. They just like to hear the beep. I watch. There we go. All right? So that's how we do it on Nitty Gritty, baby. All right. Most, let's get this show popping, baby. We we, we we passed the 20 minutes, and he's been sipping, so they about to start flying, bro. They're going to be going crazy while I'm here. <laughs> you got it, Mose. Oh, what's on me? Oh, yeah, dog. We're going to set the alley-oop up. Oh, you got... See? Now you got me not prepared. I got to go back to I got the questions. You. I got you. All right. <laughs> so, for those that don't know you, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Let's how did you become and, a and 49er said, fan? Because you on the East Coast like all of us. Mm-hmm. You, myself, Moe's, we <clears throat> represent the North. Peachy represents the South. You know what I'm saying? How did you become a 49er fan? Yeah, so like I said, my father's from the Bronx, and uh, he went to Indiana University at the same time that Joe went to Notre Dame. And the way that he described it was that Joe was bigger than Jesus. And if you know anything about Indiana, nothing the only thing bigger than Jesus is basketball, probably. And and for him to be that, um, you know, my father just followed him and brought it back. So, like, I'm a, I'm an East Coast guy when it comes to my father's from the Bronx, down the street. I'm a Yankee fan. Like, that's, that's exactly, you know, that that's what it is. That's in the bloodline. That don't change. But... My father was the one who gave me game on the 49ers. So I, I took it, ran with it. And, uh, you know, I'm an 80s baby. So for a large portion of the time that I was in school, it was everything was sweet being a 49er fan. Like literally walking into class, like who you like? You like the Giants? Who you like? You like the Cowboys? Who you like? You like all your teams suck. They're not better than mine. And I would literally walk into class and just be pointing like, yo, who you like? They suck. They suck. Yeah, they suck. They're not better than my team. So it don't matter. 
it changed a little bit as it went on, you know, especially when it got closer <laughs> to the end of high school and everything. But for a long portion of the time, I was definitely walking into school, chest poked out, Jerry Rice jersey, the only one um, with that. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't really too nice about it, to be honest. <laughs> I, feel, I, feel, I mean, because as a 49 it's weird as a 49er fan, I'm sure we all walked with our chest poked out at one point. But there was times where I hid and cried like a little baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even like when the 49ers freaking, like, lost a game, a, a regular game. I remember Jerry Rice and the 49ers losing the game on Monday Night Football, yo, like in 94, 95. And I think I, I, I went to school and I hid behind the school because I knew they was going to tease me and I really didn't feel good. Like, I re- that's how much I love the team. Like, I, I was scared to go to school. I don't know how I didn't get caught cutting. But somehow I did, I, you know, I did what I had to do. Um, before we get the show going, we're going to do a quick shout out to our sponsors real quick. Go ahead, PG, take us away. NG&T is proud to be sponsored by Ray's Energy Drinks. They are so amazing and have so many flavors to choose from, like Breezy's favorite is South Beach in the newest flavor for a limited time, which is Berries and Cream, which is PG's new favorite. They provide clean energy, have zero sugar with max recovery and insane focus. We are raising the bar with Raise Energy. Use the code name Drink Breezy to save on your purchase. You got to remind me, Peachy, to ask Rep Sports how they put that. What was what was the thing you said? Insane energy. How you put insane? What the hell is insane energy? How do you get that? Insane in focus. How, how do you? That's even worse. How do you, I have no idea. We got to figure that element out. I got to learn we how to. We need to find how out you, how, you, how you bottle that up and put that how in there. How do you bottle insane focus up? You know what I'm Yo, saying? Yo, I, I was just talking to my wife, my four year old. Like, she just started preschool, so we thinking like she got all this energy. She running around the house, like she's starting to go to school. You know, even though it's half day, she going to school. She get to burn that energy out. Come home. When my eight-year-old went, like, she was so excited to go to school. First day she came back from preschool. She, my four-year-old, bro, duh, no. She's still running around downstairs right now. Like, I was like, whatever she got, I need it. I need that energy. Like, if I can have her energy, I got to get that back. So I'm going to have to get me a 12-pack of this raised energy because I got to figure out something. Real quick, bro. Jason, how old is your, your, your daughter? My daughter is actually four. So do you, can you? Can you relate to what Moses is saying with energy? Bro, uh, right, before I got, right, no, right before I got on here, uh, I made sure I had dinner ready, put her to bed, and I went and I sat in silence. Like, literally. Like, I didn't do nothing. Didn't look at my phone, <laughs> nothing. I was catch, it basically, It's like catching my breath, man. Like, almost like standing there like Patrick Ewing's with hands on his knees, like straight up just catching my breath because I knew it was going to come back on here. And I was just like, man, listen to this silence, man. And it was only like 10, 15 minutes of it. So I definitely relate to that need to regroup real quick and get back to it. So them energy drinks will probably come in handy. I'm try- Listen, I took my son to the park, bro, for an hour and a half where he ran. Looked like he was going to be tired. Usually the car ride on the way home, knock him out. Dude right. got home, went outside and played in water. I'm like, wait a minute. We just spent <laughs> an hour and a half running. Know what I mean? And so the, it's the age of four. I'm, I'm coming to conclusion. It's the age of four, PG. That's what we have in common. The age of four. That's what it is. That's what it is. I got you. Jason, your your daughter is so freaking adorable, man. Oh, thank you. Beautiful. I, Beautiful. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's uh, She's my one and only because I'm done. Uh, One and done. You know, um, <laughs> real, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One and done. Unless, right, I, mean, look, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's in the cards. I can't tell the future or anything like right. that. But as of right, right, right now, right. where I'm sitting on November 10th of 2021, I'm done. 
<laughs> I got listen, you. Listen, I, I got I got four, bro. So uh I'm God done. You. I'm done. And three of three of mine are girls. Back. You get the snip snip, dog. Yeah, oh, I don't know, man. Don't that's feel done. Bad. That might be that might be in the that might be in the cards for me too, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, I Listen, I, I did that in August. It was an in and out procedure, bro. I was I was I was walking. Oh damn, you ahead of the game. Oh, so, oh so dog, I, no, I've been done. I'm no, I'm, no, I'm done. Gotcha. done. Oh, he's done. Good done. He's dead serious. Hell yeah. Yo, I looked at my wife and I'm like, like, baby, I'm 40, yo. Like <laughs> this little cat, yo. Like you, like he takes every piece of energy. There's mm -hmm. no way. You know what I'm saying? So. Maybe we'll adopt when I'm like 70. Other than that, I'm done. Like oh, I'm bro, done. Don't even don't 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 do that. I hope she don't hear the show. She don't yeah, she cause, cause she's gonna remember that. <laughs> and she'll be like, remember when you had Jason <laughs> exactly. on the show <laughs> in November? And you said you wanted to adopt. I, I found a, a, a beautiful little baby <laughs> that we can give a, a, a wonderful home to. She's gonna she gonna bust in with the clip too, like on the phone. Like exactly. I know, right, 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 thing, like right yeah. here. Yeah. Right right here. Is, I'm done, 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 done. Adoption. <laughs> done, done, done. <laughs> nah, yo. If she do that, man, she can take my job. But nah, oh, Jason. <laughs> Back to these questions, Jason. So um, we've seen, you know, everything that you've been doing, um, all the content that you've been putting out um on your own channel with Sprint Right Podcast, amazing work that you've been doing. Appreciate that. Um as far as your love for the 49ers just as a fan, what then had you turn that into content creation and wanting to talk about your team on a consistent basis? Right. So I mean, I always had an inkling to do some sort of sports reporting. Like when I was a kid and my father had to go to work and he couldn't watch, let's say, the Yankee game, whatever it was, you know, he would come home and I would, you know, write out what happened in the game and leave it on his bed so he could read it before the paper. Remember, this is obviously before the Internet, because I am, you know, an 80s baby for sure. Um, 37 years old, just turned 37 a few days ago. Like, so and this is Happy where belated. I started. Happy belated, bro. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. So, yeah, this is this is where this is what I always wanted to do in one way or another. <laughs> so. <laughs> So in terms of that, right, um, you know, always worked the job, everything like that. So I really got um, I got uh, I got put on with 49ers Web Zone to, to start writing, you know, articles. So I started with a few film articles on there as well, too, just to really like bide my time and everything. This is around 2019. Now, fast forward a little bit further. And unfortunately, you know, the pandemic happens. Right. So in, in this time, people have to figure out what to do with their time, right? And a lot of people went through something, obviously they went through something that was really traumatic. So me, I really just leaned in a little bit more and I said, well, now that I've got all this time on my hands, what do I do with it? So you either sit there, either dwell on things or you just try to move forward. So started picking up a little bit more. And then once I started, I mean, for a lot of the people that started watching me on YouTube, it started when I started on Niners All Day um, with um, Dre and Bronze. And when that happened, I went on there, I did a few film breakdowns for them, and they asked me to be a regular contributor. You know, that kind of opened the door to a lot of other things, um, you know, meeting Grant Cohn, being on his show, and then eventually just starting my own thing and then just trying to build. So out of the pandemic, really what came of it was just me working, working, working. And then finally it, it turned into this. And and I mean, it's it's. It's something that I really have a hard time. I struggle with um, being excited about because so many people went through something that was so horrific during the pandemic in terms of not only losing family members or even just getting sick or, or losing their job and, and struggling and things like that. But it's when it happened and that's how it happened. So that's why I always kind of feel funny about feeling good about that 
because there was so many bad things around it. But that's really how it happened. And then meeting Andrew, starting the show, and then just getting into, you know, building relationships with everybody, nothing but Niners, you guys, um, you know, uh, you know, Grant, um, Vish, all those guys, and just, you know, reaching out to this big community that I had no idea of, like, YouTube content creation. I had no idea this could be something. And then it turned into all this. And you know what? I'm lucky enough that right now, it's uh, paying the bills, um, and I'm able to be here with my daughter, take her to school, be home with her, and things like that, and also talk about the team that I love. So it, it turned into something that I never thought was possible, but it, it all happened during the time when we were all stuck at home. Yeah, that's peace, man. I mean, look, if you can look, I, I'm I'm all about opportunities, so it doesn't matter what the opportunity is. You know what I'm saying? It's about you taking advantage of the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Eminem says it best, and I don't have to quote Eminem's lyrics, but you only get one shot. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and take it, make the best of it. You know what I mean? Uh, that in that moment, and we love the way you're capitalizing off of it, and you're definitely doing a great job, dude. Like everything, you guys. um, that that we check out, like I'm seeing, I'm watching. You know, I'm just like, yo, this dude is very knowledgeable. He definitely studies. Like, people think you don't put in work. I'm, he puts in the work. Yeah. I appreciate <laughs> just, you guys. Just listen to the way he's talking and he's breaking certain things down and things like that, man. And you out there with the big wigs, man. And so we appreciate you for being on our, our little show, man. That, that that means a lot, man. That means absolutely. A, a lot. I mean, I always try to I always try to lead with uh with you know what would I want other people to do for me. So there's no like bigger little shows or anything like that. Like I wouldn't be anywhere that I am if other people didn't take a chance with on me and things like that. And, and again, anytime that I could pay it forward, help anybody out. And I'm just honored that anybody ever wants me to come on this show and speak um, just because I never thought that something like that would be possible. Right. Like I never thought that anybody would actually care. I, I thought for a long time I was just speaking into the void and nobody was ever really listening, you know, and, and, you know, to have people say, Hey man, I'd love to have you on my show. It's humbling. And I'll, and I'll never turn down an opportunity to go on anybody's show and talk. Um, you know, if you guys want me on to hear what I have to say, then then I'm with it because I would love to pay it forward like I would want other people to do it for me. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's crazy, man, because our stories are stories are really, really similar. Um, I in 2019, I was writing for nothing but Niners for a little bit. Um, me and Nick go way, way back. Another Jersey Connect. So he asked me to do some writing. Shout out for to them. Nick. Shout out to Nick, Mike, all the nothing but Niners. Family. Um, and then. 2020 when the pandemic hit um i've been i've been talking about football since i was four years old like that's how i became a 49ers fan i actually um used to watch games with my grandma like you want to talk about a football fan my grandma still to this day she'll watch college on saturday and watch nfl on sunday right in front of the tv screaming yelling just like it was when that's i was dope. a kid and that's when I saw number 80 in a red jersey. And I was like, my mom, I want to be that guy. Now, unfortunately, my grandma, she got that hospitality. So she fed me like I was not supposed to be one of them guys, the wide receiver. <laughs> she fed me like I was supposed to be a defensive or an offensive lineman. So unfortunately, I didn't get to live that dream out to play wide receiver. But I did play a little bit of defensive tackle. But that's how my love for it came up. But I've always been talking about football. And then um, I get a chance during the pandemic to start Moe's Nose. Me and Breezy been rocking since nothing but Niners. We had a, a couple of guest spots and our chemistry has just been crazy. And he was like, bro, I need you on the show. And I was like, I'm with it. So I think, you know, our stories are similar in that nature where we just found the opportunity to do something that we love to do and that we've always been doing. Um, and, it, and it just makes sense for us. But 
enough of all of that stuff. Let's get to the, this is nitty gritty. So we're going to get to the nitty gritty. Because I know you got opinions about the team, where we are, Hell coaching yeah. staff, decisions being made, players, all that kind of stuff. I, I know you and Breezy ha, ha, had a, a difference of opinion as it comes to one Josh I, Norman. I was I just asking that. a question. I was just asking and a I question. And I love the Drew. That's I all. love the Drewski meme. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's what. So all that's right, so all look, that is do, bro. Yeah, like, I don't want to. I don't want to be like combative. That's why I was trying to make no, it no, 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 absolutely not. No, no, no. So I, I appreciate it, right? So look. I don't know what it is about my affinity for freaking Josh Norman. I think it's something about older cornerbacks not getting their due diligence because people be throwing them away like trash. But yet, you got a guy where the coach came out and said, I ain't getting rid of him because he made plays. Like, and so that's all I was trying to say. I'm not saying he's the best person on the team. I'm not saying he's the best DB on the team. I say he's the best playmaker. I don't I don't account a person grabbing and getting sacks like a playmate. I feel like that's what they should do. That's their job. But when you're turning the ball and, and forcing fumbles, that I feel like I shouldn't have to explain that if we all watching the same game. Now on the other side, bro, that cat get penalties like nothing. So I get it. Like I I, I totally get it. But that's that's what sparked the man. That's what sparked it right there, yo. I just all I just I was I was just asking. So when I hear playmaker, right? Um, in my eyes, and and this is just where we have the difference of opinion, right? Gotcha. When I say when I say playmakers, like. Um, you're, you're talking about turning the ball over. So you're talking about opportunity. That's yes. an opportunistic player, right? Like okay. that's somebody mm-hmm. who knows when to punch the ball out. And At that's right what he's time. looking to do. That's So the thing that I have a problem with Norman is that he's too um, aggressive. What I mean by that is he's going to take that chance. And there's going to be a 50-50 chance that he's going to knock the ball out or either miss the tackle or get burned over the top because he's trying to jump a route. But Go at the ahead. same time, when you take shots like that, you actually can turn the ball over, right? So it's almost like going down the field and i'm sure you guys have had this discussion right with quarterbacks you know like carson wentz right on sunday night football here's the thing about when you throw the ball down the field sometimes you hit or you get a you it happens sometimes it doesn't so i understand that portion of it me i would like my veterans to be a little bit more level right not so up and down i think that's really what it is and i think uh playmaker a lot of a lot of the people when they see that they think man nick bosa's got 11 tackles for loss um you know fred warner is still that guy and you know, Eric Armstead has been making plays. So, I mean, I get I get it now. I, I just, mm-hmm. at that time, it's like when you see playmaker, I'm like, damn, like, Nick Bosa is still on his roster, man. Like, right? Like, you know, but I get what you mean. You're talking about somebody who is opportunistic uh, to turn the ball over like that. Yeah. And I didn't want to have to say that because, right. you know what? I like controversy. Controversy? I'm a Prince fan. <laughs> no, dang. but see, I, I think this is beautiful. It's not controversy. And then for everybody watching, most of the people, we don't have to explain this to. But for everybody watching or anybody who saw that thread, it's okay to have a difference of opinion. I Absolutely. mean, we can't. Here, here's here's what baffles me: that in some instances we can have a difference of opinion, but in other instances we can't. <laughs> Prime example: mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo versus Trey Lance. As the faithful, we've had a difference of opinion about that subject since we drafted Trey Lance. So we can have a difference of opinion about that and. Jimmy stands can attack Trey Lance followers and Trey Lance followers can attack Jimmy stands, but we can't have a different opinion on other aspects of this team that we're all watching. It's okay to have a difference of opinion on every aspect of this team. That's why we make these shows. That's why we talk about it so that we can hear everybody's opinion and then hopefully come together to make some sound opinions as to what this team needs to do going further and jason that's what i want to hear next as far as what this team has to do 
Give me your top three things from now to the rest of the season. What are the, your top three things that this team needs to do to start turn this around to even sniff at one of those, you know, wild card playoff spots? I mean, it's week 10. And I've been saying pretty much all week that the 49ers right now have six good quarters of football under their belt, meaning mm. six quarters of football where they have played on both sides of the football very well. That is awful. And if, if again, we're all fans of the team, strip away the label. If I told you that a team has six good quarters in week 10, what would you say about that team? You would say that's a bad team. Right. Mm -hmm. And if it's one week, the defense shows up, then the offense doesn't show up. Another week, the offense shows up. The next week, the defense doesn't show up. I would like to see one complete game, one where you, you know, listen. And I said that they have six good quarters. Three of them came in week one. Yeah. <laughs> the last quarter was yes. only when that was bad. Quarter right. four, yes, quarter right. four is when everything went crazy. Quarter four mm -hmm. is when everything went crazy. And then um, one of the quarters or two of the quarters that I'm talking about are half of the third quarter in Chicago and that fourth quarter in Chicago. And yeah. and then and then it's up to you. You can pick maybe one from the Philly game other than that. Or maybe – or you know what? One from the Philly game and, like, maybe one from the Green Bay game. The, the last, the last, the last quarter. The, yeah, scored. the last two quarters maybe, yeah. like, around there. But that's not good, right? And I just need this team to at least be somewhat complete. Another thing. Obviously, I'm tired of hearing about we need to execute better. We need to execute, execute, execute. Yes, but – how do you change that and what's going on? Right. And it's, and here's the problem, the accountability portion. And I'm going to bring up Josh Norman right now, right? Kyle Shanahan loves to be hard on blue chip players because he feels like he he's getting something out of them. That's fine. But you need to keep that same energy one through 53 all the way through. Okay. If I don't even agree with the way that you're handling them, the guys, and I think you're being too hard, that's fine. But keep the same energy one through 53. If Trent Cannon can fumble twice in the same game and get run back out there, why, if Brandon Ayuk's not running well in practice, why are you limiting Brandon Ayuk and running Trent and Cannon back out there? Who shouldn't be on a roster, by the way? Also, Josh Norman, let me talk to Josh Norman real quick. This is nitty gritty, right? So let me get a little spicy real quick because i see it in the comments they want spicy let's, let's fucking get it all right let's go josh norman not josh norman you're out there to be a veteran why on earth are you out there to be a veteran to do some dumb shit that rookies would do and you're trash on the field by the way i'm sorry look man what is the point of having you out there if you're gonna yap at the coach and then when they're trying to calm you down get mad at your teammates listen man if diamador lenore is out there and he's getting cooked guess what he's getting reps Josh Norman has no chance to improve. You know why? The man's washed, and he's been for the last two years. So you want to put a veteran out there to do veteran things and lead this team, but he's the one acting like the rookie, and he's not even getting reps and developing like a rookie. What is the point? I am disappointed in the fact that Kyle Shanahan allowed that shit to happen and then stood up in front of that podium and said, yeah, I didn't even want to bench him the whole game. You know what? Disagree with Mike Singletary all you want. He sent Vernon Davis off the field. And you make fun of that speech all you want. Guess what happened to Vernon Davis the next year? He turned into an all-pro. He didn't get to reap the benefits, but that man had a message. I would rather play with 11 on the field. I would rather play on 10 on the field and get penalized than have a guy put himself over the team. That was about to be a third down that they were about to get off the field on. The yes, 49ers was. could not get a stop on third down at all. You it was literally, actually a fourth down. It would have yeah. been a fourth down. And you literally gave them that straight-up, uh, first down conversion and you're the veteran you're the veteran you are the vet you are the vet that looked like the the, the maniac who's trying to fight obj um in in meadowlands 
Dude, and if you're being a veteran and you're costing this team not even playing well, you don't need to be on the field. You don't need to be on the field at all. And you don't need to be on this roster. So Kyle Shanahan putting Brandon Ayuk in the doghouse and allowing Josh Norman to sit around and come back. And, and, and if he wasn't hurt, he would probably be playing this week. Um, it, it's, it's negligence, in my opinion. You really need to keep that same energy one through 53. If a guy is messed up from George Kittle, if George Kittle dropping passes, get in his face. If if uh, if Brandon Ayuk isn't running routes, to get in his face. But don't let other guys know that they're sliding by because people in that locker room are looking like, man, I know the hammer's not going to get dropped on me. I don't care. That's a problem. That's a problem. Even if I disagree with you being hard on the team, be hard on everybody, man. Be hard on everybody and keep it consistent because people notice that. If you had a boss that was playing favorites, you notice shit like that. You definitely notice that. Absolutely. And that's the problem. That's the problem I have right now with what's going on. Don't play favorites with nobody, man. If you're going to put people in the doghouse, put them all in the doghouse when they drop a pass or something like that. It's 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 getting to a point where the frustration is building because the results aren't there. That's it. One through that's 53, it. keep that same energy. That's it. Yo, I, I, I definitely, I actually agree with that 100%. But the blame still goes on the coach. Of course. And as I listened to you, like, all you did was, I mean, you mad at Josh Norman for being an idiot. And I get it. He was an idiot. I'm not disagreeing with that. I, I, I don't know exactly. We don't know exactly what happened. We just know what we saw. We don't know what was said. We just know what we saw. But it doesn't matter because you're saying as a vet, you definitely got to be leading by an example. And you can't be costing your team who was about to get off the field that couldn't make a stop for anything that had a third and long on top of that, even though the penalty gave him a first and 24 and they still was able to get off the field for three points. So at the end of the day, Norman's got to be better. But again, y'all, that falls on the coach. That falls on the coach. And that's the issue. Like that, that's what we need to be figuring out. And I'm hoping you have some like, what can what how can Kyle be better? And you just said number one, being consistent. You're not even talking about consistent calling plays. You're talking about consistency and coaching and managing these these athletes. And yeah. that's where he's struggling. Yeah. And I think I think it's like this, man. I think that the play calling is a little bit overblown right now, right? Like, like it's there. Yes. And I think the one thing that I would I would say that he needs to do more is Elijah Mitchell can't have just eight rushes. Like that just no, can't ever. happen. I, and I understand. Look, I get it. You're down 17 nothing, right? You're down 17 nothing. You can't necessarily establish the run, but you have to run more. You have to, okay? Now, what I will say about this, when I was able to look at the tape and look at everything, the box was loaded. It was seven, eight guys. Now, you definitely have to still run, and, and that's no excuse to not run, but they were giving them advantageous looks. That, you know, for, for everything that everybody always talks about Jimmy Garoppolo, he played fine in this game. He played mm -hmm. fine in this game, and he is not the reason this team didn't win this game at all. Yeah, He's not the I reason agree. that Brandon Ayuk fumbled. He's not the reason that George Kittle fumbled at all. They were moving the ball, and the story of this season for the 49ers is move the ball, move the ball, move the ball, not score. And that's a problem. That's a big problem, right? So the discipline, the execution, guys not knowing their jobs on certain plays, like it, it, even it, it's happening every single week. And the thing is, is I'm tired of hearing – Yes, we need to execute better. It falls on me. It does fall on you. But what are you going to do about it? Like, and, and what are you practicing? What are you doing? The drops are still happening. The penalties are still happening. The, the people out of place missing their blocks. It's all happening. So what uh, is it? Are they not listening to you? And, and and for a little bit, I don't really like what Kyle says sometimes after the games. Well, I had a good game plan, man. You know, uh, uh, they just weren't executing. Talk about it. Dude. What are you talking about? I mean, and, and realistically, let's talk about this. Coaches have been fired for much less than this. I'm going to give you some <laughs> examples. 
Okay. Let me give you some. I'm not asking for him to be fired, but I'm just giving you examples right now no. because he's obvious. He's obviously not going to get fired, right? He he just tra traded the farm for Trey Lance, and they at least have to see at least a minimum more two years. more years, right? Exactly. That that so he's not going anywhere, regardless of what you guys feel. But here's what I'm going to say: Doug Peterson won a bowl two years later. You're out. Bill O'Brien had a winning record before you get Deshaun Watson. You're out. Um, it, like it's it, there's examples across all of the league of guys who have actually been successful. Andy Reid got fired from Philly. Andy Reid got fired from Philly. They literally made four straight NFC Championship games. Yeah, like there is uh there is uh something that needs to be said about the accountability portion. Now, does it fit? Is it that Kyle thinks Kyle knows I'm not going anywhere? It doesn't really matter. I'm feeling myself a little bit. But here's what I'm gonna say. I think that the old school mentality is kind of played out. And this is what I mean. This is what I mean. The whole hard ass, you need to sit. You're going to learn by sitting and watching. Nah, man. That's not how this works anymore. The game has changed right now. And guys, look, let's, let me ask you this. Do you think a Bears fan today on Wednesday is upset with his team losing or their nope. team losing on Monday? Not nope. at all. Why not? Not Why at not? Because they were in that game. Not they, they were in that game. Oh, what else? But what else? And what else? I just I think mean, because they the, feel the like penal, they got the penalty, hope. the penalties killed them, and they nope. got a rookie quarterback. They 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 believe in what's about to happen when they see this young kid out there. But we that's got the point. We got a kid, but that but Kyle don't want to let him go. Right, like, and that's the thing. And and I didn't mean to cut you off, Breezy, real quick. I'll, I'll finish this up real quick because I'm like I'm ranting a little bit. But Justin Fields didn't come out the gates firing, and you know I wanted Justin Fields. You know it. You know mm -hmm. I wanted Justin. Me Fields. too. You know so you know, I was going I? crazy Monday night. I was going mm -hmm. crazy. Uh, but here's the thing. Look what happens when you get reps. Now, let me ask you this. Now, let me ask you this. If the 49ers were three and five right now, same record with Trey, Trey Lance. Lance, and he was showing progression, this fan base would be through the roof excited right now. Oh, Completely all the different. way. And Completely Trey Lance different. jerseys would be outselling Tom Brady's. Why? That because there's hope. Like that's that's what we're missing. So now what Peachy keeps saying, and and Peachy, you can you can add to this. She keeps saying this, and this makes so much sense. All right, so yeah, you're gonna rock with Jimmy, and then what happens when you do put Trey Lance out there, and he's still reckless, and so now he's gonna go out there, and now he's got to get. So now next year we three and eight because he needed reps, like a whole nother year, Kyle. We gotta do this again. So we gotta do that's, it now. that's all right. So this is the thing, right? So a Bears fan today on Wednesday is in his bye week. He's pumping his chest right now because he just watched what Justin Fields did on national mm -hmm. television. Back-to-back right. -back games of him progressing. And I'll tell you this, he didn't look great. I'll tell you this, I've been telling everybody to calm down because I don't know what to say, but I was scared. That Cleveland game scared me. That Tampa game scared Bats. me. All of that me stuff too. scared me. I, I was me like, too. oh, no, please don't let this hurt. happen. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. But the kid kept firing two straight weeks. He looks great. Bears fans are excited. Rips. Here's the thing now. Here's the thing now. Poor Trey Lance. Now, as soon as he gets out there, people are going to expect results right away. Right away. Right away. Yep. And that's, that's not right. his fault. That's, that's not his fault. Yes. Who, that, who's that's fault exactly. Is it? Who's that's fault, fault is it? It's Kyle's fault. fault. You know why? Because yeah. what he's what he's putting on Trey is the Patrick Mahomes situation, where Pat sat for a year behind Alex Smith, and then the next year where he was a starter, he took off. He was great. Like you, this kid was a whiz kid. But you can't and, expect and what, that for this no, but, kid. No, you can't. But that's what no. people are going to so expect. You shouldn't expect that from this you kid. But, that, but they're that's going what to. The, that's what the expectations oh, yeah. will be, and that and that's not fair to Trey. Now, look, this is a new age. 
Joe Burrow starts day one, balling. Justin Herbert starts day one, balling. Kyler Murray starts out day one, balling. Ballin'. Josh Allen, Josh Allen, it took him a little while, but guess what? You stuck with him, and now look what you got. This Ballin'. is not the same whole, oh, you got to hold the clipboard. No, 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 no. You don't I, learn without being on the job. I don't understand right, why you, you haven't been on the show a long time ago. Right, <laughs> right now, now Right now, Bears fans feel good. Right now, Jaguars fans feel good. Right now, Patriots fans feel good. What? Because their quarterback is showing them a glimpse into the future. And here's right. the, the biggest issue. Let me put a bow on this whole thing. The front office is the reason that all this is happening because they sold you, me, everyone a dream. 2019 vibes. Absolute bullshit. No way you can actually duplicate what happened in 2019. And listen, what a successful season should be is no matter damn the record, how does Trey look going into his next season Facts. towards the end of the year? And said. where is he progressing? You should have never been talking Super Bowl. And I'm tired of people telling me, yeah, everybody believes they're gonna be Super Bowl. No, 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 no. The Jacksonville Jaguars don't pull up to camp and they're like, Yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl. It's about getting your guy ready, getting him going in the right direction. I'm done. And ran. That's not even ask you. That's no, that was truth. that was that was church. Now, let me ask you this last question before we let you go. We appreciate your time. I'm having fun. I appreciate about, you guys. Y'all got me hyped now. I'm good. I was not. I was kind of down before. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, you was just in that 15 minute like rest yep. mode. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so we, you talked about accountability. Hmm? You talked about holding Kyle Shanahan accountable, but we all know Kyle set set this whole system up to where he wouldn't have to be accountable to anyone. We all know Kyle Shanahan isn't going anywhere, but who's going to hold him accountable? If John Lynch isn't fired and we bring in a new GM, or if John Lynch is fired and they just move Adam Peters to GM, who is going to hold Kyle accountable? Because we know it's not Jed York. Me personally, I think Jed York has PTSD. (laughs) After the the bulky Harbaugh situation, he didn't know what to do. So (laughs) he went to the Golden State Warriors and was like, how did you guys figure out your coaching situation? Oh, well, we hired internally, and it worked for us. Then he hires Jim Tom Sula and quickly realized that was a bad decision. Hires Chip Kelly after that, quickly realized that was a bad decision. decision. Even Correct. So he has PTSD, so he's not telling Kyle anything. He's not telling Kyle what to do, how to do it. He's like, Kyle, this is what you do. You know what he told Kyle? Well, if you want to stick with Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm ready. I'm will pay him. <laughs> That's what he told That's, Kyle. That's- so my thing, Jason, is how do we hold Kyle Shanahan accountable? Whose responsibility is that going to be if it's the same situation? Here's the thing. Jed's not in control because someone else stepped in and said, you're not allowed to make any more hires after Tom Sula and Chip Kelly. And that's Denise York. Oh, this is, not Je- this is not Jed York's hire, and this is not Jed York's decision. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. So Mama York. Mama York Mama stepped York. in and said, we're done with you making us a laughing stock. Remember, when with class, all that crap, mm-hmm. we're done. She stepped in and said, we're going to give ourselves legitimacy because Kyle Shanahan was the shiny new toy coming off of the twenty 20- that Super Bowl um, appearance with Atlanta. So she's the one who's in the driver's seat right now. Here's the problem. Kyle Shanahan, by not playing Trey Lance, it's not necessarily too much as about development in my eyes, more than it's this. When you start Trey Lance week one or whenever it is, 
clock starts ticking. Clock starts ticking. <laughs> you are you're on you're on time now. Now you got to make it work because this is the last excuse Kyle Shanahan has. Yep. You've never had your guy. Now you got your guy, and if you can't make it work fast, this is why I trade. I feel bad for trade too because it, it, the, the expectations is it has to be right away. Then nobody wants to hear this one two year thing, anything like that. If you can't make it work fast, things are going to get bad even faster. And that's when maybe Denise is going to step in. But at this point, Jed isn't going to do anything because it's out of his hands. They took it out of his hands. It's just like, you know, when you when you say that, you know, the kid, when you give the kid the dog and you say, you know, are you going to take care of the dog? Are you going to walk him and everything? And then the parent ends up having to walk him and all that stuff. That's exactly what's going on right now. He gave you, gave you the team. You, you weren't doing anything right. All right, I need to step in now. But you're going to get tired of all that if the results don't start to happen right. because this is year five. And that's the thing. If you wait to start Trey, you reset your timeline for a little while. And then, you know, you sell us this dream about we'll be playoff contenders with Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, we're not winning games with Jimmy Garoppolo, even mm-hmm. though it's, he's not playing terrible. You know, he's not like playing the worst right now. But but if you start Trey Lance and when you do start Trey Lance, TikTok Kyle Shanahan, because it has to work immediately. This is your last excuse as the coach of the 49ers. Round the horn. <laughs> look, man, look, bro. I, I, yo, look, the clock starts ticking once Trey Lance is in. I mean, you you couldn't have said it any better. I couldn't have said it any better. Like, that. that's it. That's that's what's going on. And you know who co-signed that? Jed York, when he said, listen, if you're going to rock with Jimmy, I'll be willing to pay him. So that right there, Kyle said, okay, I can get my toy. And I can still, you still going to pay this dude, even though he suck. All right, I got you. I'm going to rock with this dude. And you, yeah, here's a question for you, bro. Mm-hmm. Why Kyle Shanahan don't run plays that Jimmy can be extra successful in? Why is it always certain types of plays he want to see Jimmy do where Jimmy struggles and throws the ball 50 yards over somebody's head when he can just roll out to the right, get a guy going across the field, hit the guy in. It's always going to be a guy going across the field. I think that um, Kyle's really good at looking at the looks and what he should pick up. And you know what? For Look, again, Jimmy is who he is at this point. And I don't want to dump on this man anymore, right? But there are those misreads, right? Like, uh, here's here it is, right? There's there's one play that's floating around where it's a bang-dig concept. Basically, it means it's a two-man stick on one side with um, basically Debo runs that, that, that route right in the middle of the field. Um, and, and it's usually right there for you. But mm-hmm. you usually got to look one and then two and then hit it, right? The problem is, is Jimmy's looking one, two, nope, and he's going right back down to the other guy. So that's mm-hmm. not necessarily as much play calling as it is the guy not willing to do it. Now, conversely, conversely, against Seattle, Trey Lance, they ran the same exact concept. I saw and it. guess what? Bang, hits him over the middle of the field and on the throw that he should have hit. So that's what I will say to the people in here that, you know, uh, or the people that are worried about, well, Trey can't read the field. I wouldn't say that, actually. What I'm seeing right now, honestly, from what he can do, he actually does look through the progressions. He does actually throw the ball where he needs to. And that should be encouraging for any Trey Lance fan. So in terms of what you're talking about in play calling, Jimmy's just limited right now at this point. I don't know if if all of his juice got zapped after the, the ACL or anything like that um, because he played very free in 2017. Yes, sir. They just basically, instead of dumping the whole playbook on him, they said, hey, here's some Patriots concepts. We're already 1-10. Go play football, and then and then what happens? They they win those those five games. First team to ever go start one and ten, end up six and ten, and that was because Jimmy was playing free and easy. So there's always going to be this great debate about did Shanahan kind of zap Jimmy 
a little bit, right? And and that's and that's you know that's pretty interesting, and that is a pretty interesting thing. But as far as what we've seen with Jimmy, we've hit, we've seen the ceiling at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I, I I'll live with the rookie mistakes from the rookie as long as it shows development. Thank you. I won't I won't live with the rookie mistakes from an eight year veteran who's who's thirty years Thank old. Thank you. Like, I just I and we shouldn't have to. Max. You know what I'm saying? Like we shouldn't have to, and that's why the faithful is just like they're not even torn. I think the faithful is just pissed. They like like if, for all the people that didn't want Trey Lance, I don't even think they cared who the the quarterback was that they drafted. It could have been Davis Mills, somebody in the third <laughs> round. They want it could be C.J. Beathard at this point. They want to see somebody get the ball down the field, somebody different because they feel like you just said that they are limited. We are limited, guys, and so. It is what it is, man. We got a whole another seven games (laughs) of limitations. And uh, let me ask you this question before we read this contribution. Do you think at any point other than injury, Trey Lance will start a game in 2020? I'll tell you this. The one thing (laughs) the one thing that Kyle said that he stuck to his guns about is that Jimmy's going to play as long as the team's not mathematically eliminated. So I'm going to stick to that. It's got to be literally like if unless Jimmy goes out there and he falls flat on his face in terms of like, let's say Monday night, you know, knock on wood, this doesn't happen. Monday night, he goes out there and throws up a stinker like it's real bad. And the team is just in disarray. You might see you might see Trey closer to that Jacksonville game more than anything. But um, I believe him in terms of. As long as this team is mathematically available or into it, they're going to stick with Jimmy. Here's one more thing that I feel like Kyle botched in this entire thing. Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Teddy Bridgewater, Sam mm-hmm. Darnold, um, yep. maybe Dalton. Um, All the uh, quarterbacks. Yeah, Joe, Joe Montana, Steve Young, um, Jeff Garcia. <laughs> um, don't flirt with literally every two-arm, yes. able-bodied quarterback under the sun and look me dead in my face and tell me Jimmy Garoppolo is your guy. sabotaging this joint so no well here's what i think i think this so here's my conspiracy theory real quick and i'll leave you with this i just named all those quarterbacks obviously i threw in some ones to just joke around with right but literally teddy bridgewater sam Darnold, those are guys that you know they really had contact with brady stafford all those guys right everybody doesn't it feel like the move up to three is just a desperation plan z move like, it never was, like, straight up, like, oh, we always wanted to go get Trey Lance. It was just like, all right, bro, we can't get any of these other um, uh, veteran quarterbacks. We got to make a move. And 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 so when you make a desperation, point. when you make your desperation move to move off of Jimmy Garoppolo and then look everybody in the eye and say, Jimmy's our guy and always says, come on, man. Like, what, like why are you lying? Don't lie. You And why are you lying when it's all it's all out there? Like, we're not speculating. You went on, you went on podcasts, talked about you were this close to getting Stafford. You know, you were, the, you know, you were in on Brady and all this stuff. Like, come mm-hmm. on, man. Like, it's just, it's, that's my what problem. What did Brady it's, say, y'all? You chose that motherfucker over me? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jake, we appreciate you, my guy, man. Listen, you're welcome to come on here anytime, yeah, man. absolutely. I had a blast. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you guys for having me on, man. This is a Thank lot you, of Jason. fun. I like, hey, I like listen, Jay, back. I need you to, um, not to cut you off, I need you Thank to you. unknock on wood, bro, because if Jimmy does throw up a stinker, and gets benched for Trey Lance. Breezy owed me a jersey of my choice. Oh, I so I need you to so unknock on that. that? Yeah, of course, you you thought I you thought I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I thought Mo, see Moses superstitious. I thought he was gonna come with some yo. If you do that, and he do that. Yo, you can't never do say nothing. He's very superstitious. 
I do a mod, I do a Madden podcast on Saturdays where we do the game simulation, and Mo's is watching the podcast, cursing in the chat, telling me how horrible I am, how he hates me because Yo, Jason. This season, Jason, unfortunately, this season, I'll give him the, the content. Season is the, the season is the breezy curse. Every time he does this simulation, something that happens in the simulation. Happens, happens in the in game. Prime example. How many fumbles, wait, how many fumbles did you have against Arizona, bro? What are you doing? Bro, first of all, first of all, in the screen, it was a it was a fumble six. It was a yo, go so back fumbled, and watch and, the and we, and we fumble twice in this game. Mind you, the first Arizona game, he does the simulation, right? Kyler Murray gets sacked on Madden, and it looks like it's supposed to be a, a safety, safety, and it wasn't a safety. Why did that happen it the very so next day in the real yes. game? This is the breezy that? curse. Every time he does this Madden simulation, <laughs> it's the breezy curse. Now, why? Just because you said, just because you said Garoppolo's going to throw up a stinker, watch this week, Breezy don't do the Madden challenge. Breezy. <laughs> so breezy. that we don't get cursed. Why? All, all 49er fans are begging you to put that game on rookie and whip that computer ass and make it happen, man. <laughs> bro, bro, it's a simulation. I just put uh, the shit in right. the middle and click start. They, yeah, he, just, he let the computer do everything. I, I switched the rosters up. I made sure the rosters are as dated as I can make them, as realistic. Before, I don't know who's going to be out on a Sunday because I don't have that information. I do it on Saturday. But I make it as realistic as possible. And we just hit start. And they really, I will say this. Y'all that complain about Madden, they got the 49ers to a mother <laughs> T. They got them to a T. They got them all the way down. Remember Trenton Campbell? Trenton Cannon. I, remember he fumbled? In the joint and then fumbled on the TV. I was like, this can't be real. Yo, can't in, be in, real. In, in the Colts simulation, they threw a pick yes. six. In the Colts game, there was almost a pick six had not Xavier Rhodes stepped out of bounds. I said, Breezy, you do another simulation. I'm going to come to Connecticut and I'm smashing the PS5. Yo, like, stop doing this. You can't just time. beat me up. You got to smash my PS5. Though. No, no, no. We cut, we cutting your internet wire. Where you live in Connecticut? I used to be. I'll be out there. We, we, I'm gonna be on your telephone pole out there. If you see a tall white guy out there, it's me cutting, it, cutting the line of your shit. Hey, yo, and and, and, and we already know Jason likes six five, so he don't need right. that much of a ladder. Bro. Hey, you damn know, right. All I gotta do is I just need a little bit of a ladder. I just need a little bit of a jump up. Peachy, no, right? Peachy, you see me. I met you in Philly, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. When, I, when I met right. you in Philly, I was just like, damn. Like, <laughs> I didn't know you was that tall, yo. I was like, yeah, wow. Me neither. I, I was like, Jason, I was like, God, damn, you play for the Sixers? Yo, <laughs> right. <laughs> yo, man, we truly appreciate you chopping it up, man. Let everybody know where they can find you, man. I'll post your socials out here so everybody can go ahead and give you a follow, give you a subscribe, give you a like, give you a thumbs up. Do everything for you, bro, because you out here doing that stuff, man, putting in that work. Appreciate you guys for having me, and this is a lot of fun, man. And anytime you guys want me on, just a little bit of notice so I can know when to put the little one down, and I'll jump on here with you guys, no problem, man. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, follow me on Twitter, Jason Aponte2103, um, Instagram, um, Aponte 2103 and um, on YouTube, Jason Aponte, that's where, you know, weekly content between Sprint Right Option Podcast and, and you know, uh, shows with Brad Graham and, and other people. So I, I try to mix it up and try to at least do one show a week. Man, you guys that, that do all the streaming, like, Every single day, man. It's tiring. It is tiring, man. Like I'm telling you, like I literally got off the show with Brad, and then like I got the DM from uh shout out to 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 Deb. Also, happy birthday again. Um, I appreciate you. And she was like, 
uh, you know, and, and, and Mo's reached out too, like, oh, yeah, uh, tonight at 8.30. I was like, oh, that's tonight? I was like, damn. I was like, I need to go sit down for a little bit before, <laughs> before I get back on, man. So, like, after that, you know, like, and I got one more to do after this. So, but, um, yeah, I mean, you guys that, that are working, um, I, it, it's inspiring to see you guys like that because I know how hard it is. And I know um, how much work it takes to do all of those things to entertain, come up with content, and also be lively on here, right? Because you can pull up on here and just be like, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, no, but man. nobody wants to see that. Yeah. So um appreciate and you guys. You on that shit too, Jason. The, the moment I'm tired, I can never be tired, bro. The moment <laughs> I'm tired, they be like, yo, somebody got fixed breezy, yo. He not right. Like the energy ain't there. And no matter if it's this show or nothing but nine, they be checking me. I'd be like, damn, can a, can a brother get a break? Yo, just a, like, a, I just need a five minute just to, let me play my Madden shit. Leave me alone. No, no more Madden. We're no, done more with Madden. That. <laughs> no more Madden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. But no, man, this was man. fun, man. Anytime that you guys want me on, just let me know and, and I'll definitely, I'll make it happen for you guys. I got you. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you so Thank much, you, bro. Jake. Peace, man. That boy's a legend, man. He don't even know it. He a legend. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna make sure we let the world know. Listen, he was dropping some some nuggets. He was dropping gems. some nuggets, some gems, gems, some diamonds are forever. Some uh, I, what what was your best take, Peachy, from what Jason talked about on, on tonight's episode? Before we break down your picks for this game. I just liked what he was saying because he was saying the same thing that I was saying about Trey. That's what I liked about how it's going to be crazy. How if he doesn't get any game time this year and we go into next year, we're going to be in the same boat that we was in this year in the very beginning at least. Because he has to have like he has to have game action. Like you can have all the training you want. You can have all this. It doesn't matter. But if you're not out there in game action, getting on with like and and learning these other teams, defenses and and structures and everything they have going on out there, then I mean, it's just going to be a slow start to next year. Nobody wants to see that. So I'm hoping that we will see Trey this year. I would hate for it to be in a situation where we're mathematically eliminated, but I have an eerie feeling that that's where we're headed pretty soon. Not yet. But we're headed there, and um, hopefully Trey will get that to soak up the rest of that time in the end of the season. So I hope that that happens because – but, yeah, Look, just that. Mathematically eliminate us, please, because I, I just want to see Trey Lance at this point. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I'm still going to go to the games. I'm right. still going to be out there yelling and cheering, especially if mm-hmm. Trey's there. My ass will be oh, – if, if yeah. Jack York want to capitalize on some money – Mm-hmm. Better get child. He better get them cast to start some Trey Lance. They better put him because out there. Honestly, I, when you just saying his name, I think that was the biggest takeaway from for me. Like, yo, Jed is he's a placeholder. Play like, that right. He's just a he's a puppet now. Like that's you crazy. Would, you would want you would yeah. want your owner or the person who is the face of your ownership to be the person who is in charge of leading your organization in the right direction you know we look at franchises like you know you can say what you want about jerry jones but you know the cowboys seem to be going in the right direction they've had some Mm -hmm. down years but you look but you look at another you look at the pittsburgh steelers and their ownership like they've had i think if i'm not mistaken they've had what the past 60 years they've only had three coaches that's it, bro. Chuck, Chuck Noll, yep. Bill Cower, and Mike Tomlin. All Tomlin. of all of them, all of them mm-hmm. got 150 wins plus. Yeah, and, and they've all faced adversity. 
They yes. all had down seasons. Yes. And they stuck with him, bro. Yes. So, so, so you think that our owner is going to stick with this guy? Our owner is going to stick with who mommy say to stick with. See, Amen when to that. Said, just, like, just like Jason said, my, mommy, See, it, so, it, 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 it done took over. So technically, I think mommy's the owner. Like, I think, I think the parents still own it. They just said, here, son, I'm going to give you this. And you can go ahead and run it. Now, what I need Uncle Eddie to do is say, look, sis, I'll buy this junk from you for however billion million you need. Listen, if the league would let him, though, I don't think Eddie is allowed to own a team until his statutes limitations is over. They probably put 80 years on that shit. That's Jerry Rice number. Man. It was like, yo, we're going to give you 80, dog. It is. It is absolutely crazy. So um, we do have a, a contribution. Thank you. Thank you, Oliver, for being patient. Uh, Aloha, Professor, Banana Man, and Nitty Gritty Professors. I'm glad I made it here. I honestly don't think Kyle wanted a mobile QB. I think it was John. He's right. I remember his mom getting involved. Mahalo. Ooh, Oliver. See, it's hard for me to agree with that. Because, so, all right. First of all, I don't believe the shit that comes out of Kyle Shanahan's mouth. That's number one. Number two, at a presser. After getting mollywopped on Monday Night Football, he said that he wanted a specific type of quarterback that had components of Lamar Jackson, the guy who just whipped his ass, and Patrick Mahomes, which was Josh Allen. So maybe I, I think I don't think we have a mobile quarterback. I don't think that's what Trey Lance is. I think he is a quarterback with mobility. It's different. Oh, oh, yeah. Did you semantics, man? You, I did. I, yeah, because it's just semantics. That it's, way it's different, though. You get what I'm saying? Like, he's a not, QB. Not, he's not a mobile quarterback. He is a quarterback with mobility. Oh, you preaching now. Because I, Trey I, Lance I, is mm, looking to throw. That's what people do not understand. Trey Lance look, is looking to throw. Just like Aponte just said for the people in the back. You guys don't understand this quarterback. This quarterback is looking to throw the football. How do ask me how I know? Because the motherfucker throw the ball all the way down the field, and if somebody's wide open, he yes. sees them. No, right. a, a, no. Ask me. Ask me how I know. How do you know? That's how, how you I know. know. Because he could have went to a better school that offered him to play linebacker, linebacker or safety or running back, but he said no. I'm a quarterback. And I'm going to go to the school that's going to allow me to play quarterback. And what is the main objective of the quarterback? To throw the ball. And that's mm -hmm. what Trey does. Mm -hmm. he, needs to, he needs to get better and refine his skills. But he's in the same situation as Josh Allen. He's just not getting the reps like Josh Allen did. Same exact situation. Right. And you know what, Trey? Trey got one turnover this year, right? I, I think he fumbled two, but he recovered it. So I don't know if you count that as a turnover. But he has one interception, mm -hmm. right? But you know what Trey does? Because a lot of people are saying, but he runs the ball 50 times. First of all, the majority of his runs were designed. Second right. of all, the times he did take off, would you rather your quarterback throw it into bad coverage or make a play? Ask yourself that question. Or, 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 or do y'all want him to be like Jimmy? Getting skittish in the That's what I was going to say. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. And falling Run into down. a sack. Ask those questions before you say he runs too much because he ran. He did what the coach had planned for him, number one. Mm -hmm. And when the, when the pockets broke down, I mean, all right, he heists the ball and there's a guy in his face. I mean, you still want him to stand there? Right. 
Or do you like the fact that he was able to move around to get around, look for the throw and say, you know what, I could get them eight yards. I get that. I get that 10, dog. Now he couldn't get that touchdown only because he ran into he ran into a wall. He ran into two dudes. I guarantee you, if it was one dude, he scored though. I guarantee yeah, you, if it was one, I don't care which one you want to pick, Jalen Thompson or, or Isaiah Simmons. If it was one of them dudes, he was scoring mm-hmm. on that touchdown, but it was both of them. Mm-hmm. He couldn't Before, get, he couldn't get I, don't, I don't know. I think he could have. Before we get into no, I mean, um, Thompson, yes. Simmons, mm-hmm. Simmons, that, that, oh, that bull's solid. He's solid too. He's a big, but do you listen? Do you, you see how big Trey Lance? Yo, first of all, looking at Trey Lance, he he's not as big as Cam Newton. But he ain't small. But he right, he right under him. He right, like it's he a, right it's a, under him. Do you see that, yo? Because because mm-hmm. Cam's six five and, and he Trey like is six four. But the, Cam, the, this Cam is, may have like ten or fifteen pounds see, on him, but like, right. like when I seen yeah. him next right to there. Jimmy, I was like, God dang, who is this dude? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He made Jimmy um, like that, I got excited. Um, oh no, that's fine. I wanted to say one thing about this before we move on to our sponsors and take a break and do the sponsors. I wanted to say this. Now, people were had their comments about Trey in that Cardinals game, how he was doing all that running and stuff. Did people pay attention to the fact that not only were the runs designed, but Kyle Shanahan was okay with that? Because did he mention anything about that in his press or no? He did not have a problem with what he did because that was Kyle's plan. Kyle had those runs planned for Trey to do. And like you said, the other ones were just for him to escape the pressure that was coming. And And I I never heard Kyle said anything. No, but in that press conference, he didn't say it directly, but he's been doing this all season. Kyle said something indirectly Mm -hmm. with, with with how he gave praise to Trey Lance with what he did in that game and how he was able to compete. We talked about this before. Kyle mailed it in that game and he set Trey up to fail. Exactly. Yeah. But Trey didn't fail. Right. Because we almost had an opportunity to win Mm -hmm. that game. There you go. So in his press conference, although be it indirect, he was impressed. Like, man, I, 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 I tip my hat to that kid because with all odds against him, Mm-hmm. Including myself, but I'm not going to tell y'all that because he was the odds. Nar- most I'm, I'm narcissistic, yeah, and I'm odds. egotistic, and I'm Amen. not. I'm Thank not going to say mm-hmm. it was me. Oh yeah. But against all the odds, this guy had us in a chance to. This guy Trey had us in a position to mm-hmm. win that game. Yep. So he may, like I said, he may not have said it directly, mm-hmm. but he 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 felt he felt felt the type of way about that. So sure. so hear me out, right? I know we 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 getting on Kyle because he's the coach, so he should take all the blunt for everything. Like that's that's his job, that's his role, right? What if this is all a part of his plan, yo? Like what if what if he only want what if he only wants to show the world that he's a mobile quarterback, right? Deception. Hear me out. I'm gonna show you what y'all think Trey can do. I'm gonna show you the runs. I'm going to show you how good he is at running the ball. I'm going to show that to you. I'm going to put weak-ass offensive linemen out there and let them get – not that the offensive linemen are trash, but I'm, I'm going to show the right side. I'm going to show you what he could do if a play breaks down. And maybe what if he doesn't want him to play? Because what if Moe's Kyle Shanahan really believes in Trey, 
really believes in that Patrick Mahomes theory that you was talking about and really thinks Trey is probably the smartest motherfucker in the building and could go out there. You just heard Jason say, yo, I watched the film. He's scanning the field, dog. Like, he's going through his progressions, mm -hmm. and he's ripping it. He's not He's not scared to throw it. Whether it's an overthrow, underthrow, in the throw, to the throw, he's going to throw it to the option that's going to get him the most yards. If he sees a slither and, a, and an opportunity, he's taking it. Kyle Scanahan is scared to show the world that now. What if, sorry, what if he's scared to show the world that now and he wants to hold that in till next season and then unleash it? Bro, well, if, it's the same if, thing if, that what they did in Kansas City, except for Kansas City had a winning record with Alex Smith. But if, if that's his master plan, if his master plan is the art of deception, let me show you all the runs and make y'all think that he's just a mobile quarterback who can't pass. And then next year, he's going to come out tearing y'all up. And he's doing all this sitting Trey Sermon, not playing Aaron Banks, not putting Jalen Moore at it's right tackle. part of the plan, all. bro. Yo, if you're, if you're going through all of this to set up this master plan for next season, mm -hmm. to me, you don't have two seasons. You got one. I got you, but he to knows put, he to, put all, to put all of this together as your master plan. That's and fair. Especially now for us to be going through these struggles as a losing team, wait, pretty much wasting a year on all of our core players uh, career spans. This has to work immediately. See, and, it, and not only does it have to work. I disagree. It has to it has to be dominant are you talking immediately like right now immediately or immediately once no next season like oh yeah when, yeah, yeah, yeah like when when it happens next oh, season you're 100 correct when yep. when when this plan is rolled out and it's fulfilled in the way that kyle is is basically using this season as the alley-oop to set it up yeah once he rolls that out like week that, one next season it has to it has to be immediate like we gotta see what if it is that's my point like it does, guys. Let's yo, not. It, it, yo, if it is, he's a genius. He's he is he's he's an evil genius because he made us go through all of this suffering and pain. Facts. Exactly. Just so he just so that he could say, "I told you so." That's but that tell me, Kyle, not petty, bro. That, no pun intended. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> honest, I like that. Honestly, that's what drives Kyle. Him being able to say, "I told you so." That's what drives Kyle. Now, don't get it twisted. Some of the stuff we're seeing out there is legit, like defensive coordinator not adjusting, him being young, like all that type of stuff. Like it's legit. Kyle's still I had, young. I had I had to walk I had to walk back my stance on that too because my OG, one of my best homies, he reminded me that early in Robert Sala's tenure, was I was trash. I was trying to get him out of here. Trash. I'm like, mm -hmm. who is this Robert Sala guy? Can't nobody find my footage. Bro. Yeah, we were all trying to get, get him out of there. Yeah. Out of here. <laughs> and yep. then when he left, he was like, no, you and me. <laughs> like, Rob, nah, come back. Rob, don't go. Yeah. So I think we just need to give D'Amico a time to find his way, find his rhythm. I think he because it's his team now. So yeah. so like he took over a top defense, and, and I think he didn't want to make too many too changes. many mistakes. That's what I'm saying because but it was think, working. 
But I but think now, next year he's going to have to. He's going to get his players. The, this is Robert Salas. Salas deep exactly. This is, a, this is my scheme. Like okay, I want to do more of this. This is the personnel that I have. This is what I see we we have and what we're working with. I want to start doing more of this. We were good at this, but I think we need to be better here. And then just making it more of his own. So I think that's going to take time. Exactly. Exactly. All right, PG, PG, we got a contribution. Let's go ahead and get that out the way. I know PG wants to do her uh, her announcements. And then we're going to go ahead and break down PG's picks, get Moses sits and starts, and we're going to get up out of here, y'all, so y'all can enjoy y'all evening. All right. Uh, shout out to the beautiful birthday girl. Now, how the birthday girl going to... That's what I was about to say. Y'all should be feeling ashamed of yourselves. Where y'all ain't here letting Miss Deb give contributions on her birthday? Yeah, like what's up with that? Like, gonna make me take my belt off. You know, happy birthday, Miss 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 Debbie. This is for you. you. Why my head look like a bobblehead? (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to you, Miss Debbie. Thank you, Miss Debbie. Let Trey get in there and be pressed between a rock and a hard place, so he can learn and be a gym next season. He'll be a diamond in the rough this season. Let's freaking go the next eight games. Yeah, I, 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 this, I just so agree with this. Not because I just want to see Trey Lance. I'm over the Jimmy Garoppolo era. Like I'm over it. Like I'm, I'm so done. Like, don't get it twisted. I support when he's out there because he's what's out there. I support the team, right? But I'm just ready to move. On I do you know what I I rather lose the next eight games with Trey Lance I, I I hate to say that I'm not saying he will because he is a different type of competitor y'all keep sleeping on this young kid I know he's not ready we know he's not ready he didn't do enough in college to be ready but there's things he can do that the quarterback that we say is ready can't do and I think that right there when Buda Baker comes out and talks about a guy like Trey Lance. Somebody they've never seen before. I mean, shouldn't that send you a signal? Smoke signal, bat signal, uh, dark night signal. Like it, it should say something. It should should get your bell ringing. Wait a minute, this guy, this all pro guy, is saying, "Yo, I think you, I think you got something, Kyle." But I, Kyle, just may have this crazy, deceptive, master, evil genius plan, guys. It's crazy. Listen, Peachy, take us away, baby. So we have uh, a couple of sponsors that we need to get to here. NG&T is proud to be sponsored by Ray's Energy Drinks. They're so amazing and have so many flavors to choose from, like Breezy's Fave South Beach. And the newest flavor for a limited time is Berries and Cream, which is Peachy's new favorite. They provide Berries clean and cream. We got to turn that into a song, most. <laughs> they don't got peaches and cream, so. No, yeah, it's just Berries and Cream. And cream. They, they provide clean energy have zero sugar with max recovery and insane focus. We are raising the bar with Raise Energy. Use the code name Drink Breezy to save on your purchase. I love it. I love it. I got to get that and sour gummy worm, bro. Did you see that joint? Yeah. Yo, I, see, I'll be wanting to taste them joints before I get them, and I'll be trying to go to the GNC to see if they got all the new flavors. They be, they be slacking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe sports, vitamin shop, and, and they, they got to upgrade their flavors. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we have something new on YouTube, right? And Peachy's been talking about it all episode. We have now reached the status to where you can actually become a member 
hey. of the Wayne Breezy channel, right? And so for hey. $4.99, right? $4.99. You that exclusive uh, nitty-gritty content. Which you'll get an extra show a week. And so if you pay that $4.99, you can go ahead and get that only, and it'll only be for members, right, Peachy? That's what I think that's what it yes. is. It'll only be for the, those that sign up for. So if you're on Patreon, yeah, you'll get some exclusivity over there, but you'll only get this one extra show every week from this crew uh, right here on YouTube. So go ahead and sign up today, guys. It's only $4.99, right? If you subscribe to the channel, cool, but click that join button right there over there in the chat down there somewhere. You know what I'm saying? In the chat. Yo, we got new overlays coming. We got new stuff. We, because of you, we upgrading over in this mother sucker. All right? Thank you so much, PG. Hmm. Got you. And we also have a Twitch channel that you can subscribe to using your Amazon Prime account for free with no ads. So be sure and sign up for that Twitch. It's twitchtv.com backslash Wayne Breezy. And then, like Breezy was saying, we have our Patreon there which has more, more bonus 49er content and choose between the three tiers that are offered and choose the one that works best for you. So you need to sign up for that Patreon because we have a lot of good stuff that we're cooking up on Patreon and things that, and content that's already there at the moment. So you guys go ahead and hit that Patreon up. It'd be great. Thank you. All right, Breezy. Hit that Patreon, Peachy. You got picks, right? And so... Mm -hmm. um. When you when you created these picks, I was like, hmm, we got we 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 gonna break down this game. I like that. Now, before she gets to her picks, man, let's talk a little bit about the Rams. I had information in here and somehow it just disappeared. It's probably on another another channel, another whatever. Let me just let me just do a quick double check just to see if it's there. Look at that. It's here. I, I knew it went somewhere. So here's the history. All right. This team has met 143 times. Now, after reading the history, yes, Breezy can read, right? I didn't realize that the Rams dominated for, like, the first 30 years of this rivalry. Like, they dominated, right? Then the 49ers got right. And they got right by getting the right players. They got right by getting the right coach. They got right by getting the right GM. They got right. And after they got right, they didn't stop getting wrong, right? right? And so they didn't stop getting right. So they kept doing what they needed to do, and they lead this series 73-67 to 67 with three ties, y'all. Didn't we tie them on Monday night with um, Brian Hoyer? Oh, no, or did the Brian Hoyer win? I can't remember the tie games. I remember our Monday night game, Brian Hoyer was our quarterback, and it went into OT, and I don't remember if it ended in the tie. And I believe it was the beginning of the Shanahan era and the Sean McVay era. I could be wrong, but Moses is checking it out. The current win streak right now is 4-0, so that means the 49ers are leading the current win streak Kyle with Kyle and Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Jimmy's I think I think that we had had one. Um, didn't we have a tie with Harbaugh where he didn't know that it was... Um, Maybe it was Harbaugh with the tie. Maybe we was lost. It, was it Harbaugh um, to where um, he didn't know that Ota, like the end of overtime or something? It was oh, he didn't know the rules. It was one of our coaches. That, yeah, he didn't know the overtime rules. He pulled a Donovan McNabb. <laughs> right. Because Donovan McNabb said that before too. He's like, I didn't know the game could end the tie. Right. I'm a pro, a pro yeah. and don't know the game he could end the tie. No, he had no, no idea that the game was over. <laughs> 
why I always got to defend people? They yo, they was changing the rules like they changed their draws though. Like like like, and I just don't the think the ties didn't change. The ties do change. <laughs> no 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 no. It go from like a, a regular tie to sudden death, and then it went to uh, now you get the chance, you get the opportunity. It's just the rules keep changing for ties. No no no. no the no, the only overtime. thing that changed the overtime is how you score. Right. But if both if both teams no. don't score at the end of overtime, the game is over and it's a tie. Nah, That's never it was, changed. There was one year where it would keep going. There was one year where it was sudden death. The there only was, time it keeps going is the playoffs because you can't have a tie in the playoffs. That's the only know. time where it keeps going yeah. in the regular yeah, I season. Knew, I knew that that was him because because I was trying to remember because he was looking crazy. I'll never forget that picture of him because he's like, what? Because he thought that it was a double overtime because he was used to college. So he thought that it was. Right, um, right, right. Yeah, he, right. Thought, he thought that. He was in full Stanford mode, y'all. Yes, he was. <laughs> and that's why he went back to college. He was like, well, yeah, just, back in case. <laughs> just in case. Oh, uh, y'all yeah. too funny. But listen, man, that's some cool history about the teams, man. Look, Kyle Shanahan. You know what's crazy, yo? I'm going to put these up here. Don't be mad at me, Peachy, as you get your stuff ready, right? Kyle Shanahan, by now, I know y'all know his record, right? I know y'all know about heart. I get it. I, I got you. Look at this guy's record, yo. Dang. <sighs> yo, didn't they start head coaching at the same damn time? Or did he have a year over him? Looks like he had a year. Because he's he's got 83 games and Kyle has 72? I think so he has that a... McVay came right before Kyle did. Right. Because they had Jeff Fisher. And but I then, thought McVeigh um, was under McVay. Kyle Shanahan. Well, he was under him, but I'm pretty sure that McVeigh well, covered the Rams before Kyle. He was right? he was un, he was under him in Washington. Washington, right? Washington. But then Kyle went to Atlanta. Was Atlanta, the and then he went right. to go head coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. McVeigh was like the young hotshot. I think. Right. I That's think he right. was an offensive coordinator for like one year. With Washington, and then he was just he was a hot shot that went right to head coach. Damn. Yeah. Well, my question to you is: Can the 49ers find a way to be five and zero against the Rams with some of the, <laughs> the no the, the the Rams got new additions? Okay, I'm just gonna keep it a buck. They got some oh, new yeah. additions. Uh. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> this is the first game I just. You, I, let me keep it a buck. That I'm gonna keep it a buck. Before the season started, I thought the 49ers would win this game. Absolutely, me too. After the I season started, this as a, I did not have this as a loss. There's yeah. no way the 49ers win this game, guys. As much faith as I got. Now, many of you probably want to know why the name of the show is called The Ram in the Bush. <laughs> hey, they don't know that story. Hallelujah. They don't know the story, dog. Hallelujah. They don't know about. The sacrifice. No. Mm, my God, my God. And mm. the, the Bible says the Bible says that God told Abraham, look, I need an offering. Mm, and he said, I need you to take this knife and slay that son. Not Yo, this son, but Yo, that son. son. His name is Isaac, right? And what I want you to do is offer him up to me. Abraham said, usually I don't do this, but since you God, I got you, dog. Yes, Lord. (laughs) He grabbed the knife. because of his faithfulness. Because of his faithfulness. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) What is the name of this team? 
the faithful because of his faithfulness Abraham took the knife and said God I offer my son Isaac to you and as the knife came down God said hold up wait a minute Hold because up, wait. Your faithfulness. Because of your faithfulness, there's a, I ram, got a ram in the bush. In the bush. You can go ahead hey. and get that ram and you can offer that ram because I know now that you fear me and I know that now you love me hey. and I love you. So I'm going to let you keep your son. You go ahead and do this. Listen, the ram in the bush, ah. y'all. Yeah, yeah. The 49ers got a ram in the bush. Will Kyle Shanahan. Who is that? <laughs> I was with you when you was preaching, brother, but uh, who is this ram? Kyle Shanahan has to sacrifice and offer something in order for God, to, in order for the football gods to intervene. That's where I'm getting with this. Show. Yeah. Oh, so is, 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 are, are you saying, is our ram in the bush, Trey? How do you call? Read my mind, bro. Okay, I'm just I'm because I follow where okay, you're going. I see you, Avon. I, I got you. Going, I see you, Avon. They don't know who Avon is. I can read your mind, babe. I got you, bro. I know what you're thinking. Oh, it's all right. Yo, you can't tell me that beat wasn't. Dope. It's all right. So listen, the 49ers have a ram. And they have something that they need to offer up. And the offering needs to John be... John V said, we just offered up McGlinchey. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jeremy JV, man. Did you get to your picture so we can get on the podcast? <laughs> listen, I'm with, y'all can, you can have Mike. Y'all you can, can, you have, can. You can. You can have McStinky and you can have Bun Skill. You can take Bun them both with you. And you can take Drake and Patrick, too. Ooh, wait a minute. And and you know what? After hearing all this stuff about Josh Norman, <laughs> you can have him too, guys. Look, at this <laughs> point, I'm just I just want the team to be better. And that I, I don't know what's gonna make the team. I feel like he's one of the better options that we have. Not the best option, mm-hmm. but just an option. And so at this point, Kyle Shanahan just needs to say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and give up all these old non- playing football cats and I'm going to go ahead and put my rookies in. Y'all sacrifice, y'all out. We going we going to go ahead and upgrade this thing. I'll take the lumps, I'll take the losses. I'll take whatever you have for me, God. And you maybe move does the right sacrifice. The football gods will bless us and this team will get over this curse. Can the 49ers win at home? Peachy, let's hear about these picks so we can get up out of here. We got 5 minutes to do these picks. And all right. And, and, all right. Here we go. I'll run through them. Who you going with first? Oh, you want me to put him? I got you. Boom. Let's just start with the start. start. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey versus Debo Samuel. Yeah. You know, everybody knows all about our guy Debo, but Jalen, one of the few lockdown corners in the National Football League, and he completely shut down one side of the field and can play aggressively against both the pass and the run. This dude is very, very dangerous. Yo, Jalen Ramsey is the number one corner zone quarterback in the NFL. Yes, absolutely. Yo, do they even play man defense modes? Like, <laughs> like if so, Brandon Ayuk has a great day. I'm, I'm thinking because Jalen, 
Just I, if Jimmy throws into any of his quarter spaces, any space where Jalen is on the field, that chuck is getting intercepted or is getting knocked down. It's just not going to look good. Actually, right. I don't even I don't even see Debo doing those type of routes in this game. I see Debo doing other stuff. Yeah, to th- to dis- be deceptive, to throw them off, to free up the zones. Somebody mm-hmm. got to follow Debo. And, and and we and we know, and we we've seen it in the past. The safeties behind him aren't as good. They're not right. As good. So, Absolutely. So when when Jalen anticipates the safeties doing one thing, they do mm-hmm. something close else. coverage, and that's when yep. we can get them. That's when we can get Brandon Ayuk for think, eighty yards, Trent yeah. Sherfield for negative eighty yards because they won't throw him the ball. I'm just playing. <laughs> Next, we got Cooper Cup and Eman Emmanuel Mosley. I can't hear what hey, I can't wait to hear what you got to say, Peachy, because you want to talk about scared. Oh, I freaking love Cooper Cup. He's one of my favorite receivers. I didn't say the best receiver in the NFL, but he's one of my favorite uh, he, receivers. He, he might he might be coming for that title, the best receiver. Yeah, this week. yeah, he's um, he's close. Right he definitely is, absolutely. But Cooper is a big bodied receiver. That even though he lacks top-end speed, compensates for it with his elite route running ability and aggressiveness at the catch point. This dude is dangerous on all levels, man. This dude can't catch anything. And I mean anything. When you say big body receiver, I had to look that up too. I didn't know Cooper Cut was 6'1". Bro, that dude is... He don't look 6'1". <laughs> nah. And he, 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 I don't know if he's fast, but God, Lord, he's he quick. deceptive. You know who you remind me of? <laughs> who? Jordy Nelson. Yeah. That's Jordy Nelson. Let me tell you something about Cooper Cup, man. Did you hear the story about Cooper Cup's dad? So -hmm. Cooper Cup's dad drafted Cooper Cup in fantasy. And so it must be one of those keepers league. And they told him if he continues to be in this league, he can't have his son on his team. That's trash. (laughs) Y'all should have drafted him. I'm just saying. Now I I you, can't front. You, ex, you expect me not to draft my son, and because now my son is cooking, y'all want right. me to give him up? Exactly. Bro, I'll, I'll go to another league. I then. have Cooper Yo, Cup Cooper in Cup almost Dad. every single league. Cooper Cup, Dad, you can come to the Nitty Gritty Nine League, and I'll give you Cooper Cup from PG. Like you can have him. <laughs> you said, uh oh. She said, no, you ain't. She said, I'm not giving him up. You crazy as hell. No. Oh, man. Let's keep this moving. I love this show, yo. All right. Oh, here we, have, we go with Bunskill. Whew, we have Mr. Aaron Donald versus Daniel Brunskill. Thank you, Peach. No, I'm saying no, his name correct. No, you know. No. It, that, it's not. You mispronouncing it. The R is silent. Okay. At least it's, I spelled it right. It's Bunskill. Okay. Because he's Buns. But he's not Buns against Aaron Donald. I, I guarantee you he's going to be I mean, he hasn't. Night. He hasn't been that way in the past, but Aaron Donald is the most dominant defender in the National Football League today. He is a true game wrecker, has a high motor, and has to be double blocked at all times. You cannot single block this dude because he'll destroy you over no. like you're a wadded up newspaper or something. He's so scary, and he's my favorite defender. Yes, I said that in the National Football League because when he's out there, that Rams team just – Plays one way, and when he's not, they are they are buns, just like you said. Like we saw that last year in the in the divisional game, they um, against the Packers. They are, I mean, not the Packers. Yeah, yeah, the Packers. Yeah, you're right. But they they are be, buns. Like I've seen him be be handled. 
So the 49ers have a formula to at least handle this dude. And Moe's, the 49ers have a formula. And we talk about with Jimmy. And we talk about with Nick Mullins. Like the 49ers have a formula to freeze Jalen Ramsey. Somehow get him confused on a defensive assignment for a play. Now, can we execute? I know Jason don't like that word, but can the 49ers find a way to execute? That is the question. You know what I'm saying? But this 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 Rams team hasn't always been. They're not, they're good, but then they're great. They're good this year, but maybe we're the demise. Maybe we're the thorn in the bush. Hmm. The way, the way that <laughs> I look at, at, at the Rams, um, especially in their defense, they're just really top heavy. And then they don't have anything like really on the back, like underneath it. That's what they always are. That's what I'm saying. Like when Aaron Donald's not out there, they're just a different team. When they're, when their top people are gone, they're just, they're just not the same. So, I mean, Breezy's right. I mean, we have these last times that we played them, like we've we've been able to double team Aaron Donald, get a hold of him, what we need to do. I'm just saying that <laughs> just this this O-line just does not it doesn't look the same like it did whenever we played against him. So I'm really right, nervous me, about all that. All right, hold up. You know what, Peachy? I tell you what, I know where Aaron Donald won't be lining his fucking ass up on. That's called the left side. That's, <laughs> That's for sure. True. So if that right side... And that, I was just, yo, Breezy, you get out of my head because I was just thinking that. Like, mm-hmm. I wish offensive linemen were, like, interchangeable and they, they moved right. around. Like, like, corner, like you know how, like, the, other hand you know how, like, the, the top corner will follow the top receiver no right. matter where he's at? Right. Like, I wish, like, the top offensive linemen just followed the top defensive There's linemen. There's a handicap there, bro. Right. 100, yo. Right, absolutely. So my point, my point is, I guarantee you, he won't be on that side. So I expect George Kittle ass on the right side. Wherever Aaron Donald go, I expect right. George Kittle to go. I, and, 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 and that's only if he's on the edge. If he's on the inside, I still expect George Kittle to be on that side. Expect a mm-hmm. lot of motion. Don't expect any passes. Most don't start George Kittle this week. I could guarantee you. He is going to be utilized in the blocking right. game. Blocking I think him. the 49ers will be running the ball as much as they can against this team because they don't want to throw against Jalen Ramsey. They don't. Because he puts right. that. He ain't Deion Sanders fear. But the 49ers want to sit the Jimmy Garoppolo tries to fit the ball in, in zones if he can read it right. <laughs> I don't know, Breezy. I gave you them stats. I know, but Jimmy Garoppolo overthrow zones, underthrow zones, and those guys that stink in, in the backfield for the Rams, this might be the chance. We to get right, team, bro. This might be that one game where they get like four <laughs> interceptions because the it's, ball, they just look, in the right place where the ball is thrown and not our receivers aren't. I got right, you, but, but that we we going up against the seventh-ranked defense. They average less than 100 yards a game on the ground, giving up. Really? Um, yes. So I, we can I, run I, against I, this I, team. As we, so we can I run sent you the numbers. Team. Okay, Dak. Okay, dog. Dad. When you mess up, I don't say shit. But when I mess up, <laughs> you just got to put it all there. God dang, yo. No, see, not, see, not there's you. one thing. There, there, there we go. All right. So okay. the Rams are the number four offense in the league? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the number 12 defense. Yeah. But wow. on defense. Here's how here's how defense breaks out. We should be able to pass against this team because they're ranked 17th, giving up 248.7 yards a game. 
But in the run game, they're ranked seventh, only giving up 99.6 yards per game on the ground. So this should be a 100-yard game from the running back alone. No. No, what – no, that means that we're not gonna like that. We're we're gonna have trouble with the run. Is what right. they're saying. Running on them. But you just said ninety nine yards. That's a hundred yards. We should be able to get a minimum of a hundred yards. I'm not saying that's, that's easy. Not go- that's not going to be enough. <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying it's easy. The 49ers got to figure out. All right, when the Rams stack the box on this team, because they every team be stacking the box. You watch the Cardinals do it, the Colts, the Bears, you name it. They got to figure out, are you guys, let me ask you this question. Are you feeling these halfback tosses? Because I'm not. What happened to the stretch plays? I don't know. I mean, the the tosses have been working somewhat. When they go to the left, the tosses work. Right. Okay. When we had those big games, when we had those big games, those big gains against the Bears, toss went to the left. Look whose defense is ranked better still after the worst game. The 49ers y'all gave up. You want to know how many <laughs> you want to know how many tackles the 49ers missed in in that last game? No, I don't. I don't. Okay. You put it on the screen. Thanks. I thought you no. was my brother, dog. Not nah, that you threw me under the bus. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Yo, 10 missed tackles? You know why I put that stat up there most? You know why I put that up there? I'm going to tell you why I put that up there. Because we on. trash? Nah, that's not why I put that up there. I put that up there because of this guy. Mm, how many did right. he miss? <laughs> I'm not going to individually stick my favorite player out like that. No, 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 no. How many did he miss? Because he's the captain of the defense. He got know. the seat on his chest. I don't know. Oh, now you don't know. Nah. <laughs> So Gosh, the final gosh. the final matchup that we have to discuss is Mr. Darrell Henderson going against Fred Warner. The junior. Fred Warner Jr., yes. Darrell Henderson is a north-south runner, a jack-of-all-trades in the offense that can be used both in running and catching out of the backfield. 49ers defense has to play, pay attention to that. This dude can catch passes. And they use him in a lot of different ways on this team. And that's one thing that our defense has got to be wary of. And, yes, our defense has got to wrap up and they got to tackle and to get that done and to do the things that we need to get done. Um, We have a little bit of breaking news that just came through. If I can read this real quick from Matt Uh Barrows. Uh 49ers are signing former Alabama cornerback Savion Smith who spent time with the Cowboys last year to the practice Nobody give a shit about that. Like, I was just, I I, just, I thought you was about about to say Odell Beckham Jr. Oh my God. You know, I can't never give nobody's news because y'all, I mean, it just popped across my screen. It was breaking news. You getting so defensive. Don't nobody give a fuck about some guy that don't nobody know about. I thought you was going to say Arnett. I thought the 49ers would say, hell, fuck that. Let's go get a bad boy, oh. yo. <laughs> let's, let's go get a bad boy. Because you, Peachy, I got you. that's Peachy. We going after after dark, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about the bad boys. Mm-hmm. That's that's the show. Moles, get ready. Bad boys. Gotcha. Bad boys, 9-9. John V, Super Chat. Shout out. Thank you, John. What's up, fam? Great show. Much love to you as always. Real quick, explain to me what damn... 
patriology package gives me the goodies. We watching bond together or yelling and cussing late. <laughs> Yo, we about to be cursing after this show. I can tell you that right now. No, yeah. listen, listen, I love this dude, yo. Cause, um, <laughs> He, I'm not sure why he's not on Nitty Gritty because boy, does he keep it. Nitty I know, gritty, like, right. we got to get John, v yeah, we got to get John mix. V on the show for sure. We got to get him into the mix, yo. Um, yeah. nah, seriously. So, all right, so a lot of people probably want to know what the content is going to be. Well, a lot of people aren't on the Patreon, and we hate that we're putting out this after dark show, and it's only for those subscribed to the Patreon. So, you get that show. For the you get that extra show right here on YouTube, so you don't have to go to Patreon. But if you want the other shows that we put out, which is about three or four or five shows a week, then you go join the Patreon. And if you get that twenty dollar tier, you get all of the stuff that we put out there. So that that's what it is. So we're just scaffolding things, and we're trying to fit everybody's budget. And we're trying to, I mean, I can explain to you off air what's really going on if you really want to know. Big but words, we scaffolding. Yeah. Scaff hey man, he using patriology and shit. <laughs> And I feel bad because now the bishop is talking and he's giving a contribution and I done said Schmidt. Mm, look. <laughs> after that a message, after you just preached. That's what happens when you have communion wine on, on an off day. <laughs> Yo, you, 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 you watch uh, BMF yet? No, I haven't watched it. I, I have to get on it. I'm sorry. I don't have stars. Just if you if you can find it, watch I will. BMF. I hear and you. Just, and just see who the pastor is and tell okay. me you don't start cracking up immediately. <laughs> All right. Shout out to the Bishop Terridor, man. Thank you very much. The oh, Halfback no. Toss. <laughs> <laughs> yo. yo, that's before I was born. He went back yeah. to 86. Henrico High School. Henrico High School, but for a 2021 and a supposed genius, it's an ineffective joke. Yo, I yo yo, I understand the concept, Bishop. I get it. They stack in the box. If we could find a crack, a, sev a, a a crevice in the seam. Here's my thing about the toss. The reason why it's not always effective is because it's not mostered speed, right? And so I feel like with the toss, it'll be dope. If it was most speed, even though Elijah Mitchell is somewhat effective in it, it's not always successful, which you would think it is. But here's the kicker. When the defense realized that's what you're trying to do to beat the eight men in the box, they shift, they cheat, they understand it, they diagnose the play before it's ran, and usually there's somebody filling the gap. And next thing you know, it's a, it's a tackle for a loss. So, no, it doesn't work. You're right. It's crazy. But it should that, that's what Kyle Shanahan thinks. It should work, but it's not working mm -hmm. mainly because of what we just said, right? There, those, yo, watch watch when we run the toss the first two, three times. Watch how dope you be like, yeah, we got something going. Watch the third, fourth, and fifth time after they realize that's how you're trying to run the ball. That's why we got to mix it moles inside out. I don't care if Aaron Donald is inside. Run at that motherfucker. Run at him, yo. Run at him. Make him tired. That's the that's their best mm -hmm. player, PG. That's tired right. is behind out. Make him tired. Just keep running. I don't care if you get one, two, one and a half, half. Then you got to punt. Keep being consistent. You got mad running backs on this team, Kyle Shanahan, to not run the ball. 
matter too many. And that's the, that's what it is. You gotta you gotta run the ball, and that way, that makes it this much easier for a quarterback that faces lining up under the center running play action pass. I mean, feast. If you look at his numbers when he's under center and running the play action because the run game is successful, Jimmy looked like an all pro quarterback. That's the difference, y'all. That's the difference, y'all. Mose, you want to give your pick so we can get on up out of here, bro? Oh, yeah, let's do it. All right. If Um, not, we can do it on another show. Nah, we got it. Um, So, quarterback, I'm starting this week. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger versus the Detroit Lions. Nothing to be said. It's the Detroit Lions. Uh, Running back, I'm starting this week. Uh, Give me uh, Javante Williams, young boy from Denver. Uh, he's been coming on as of late, going up against that Eagles team that's in disarray. They got to fly two mile high. You know, teams that's not from there, they're mm-hmm. getting that altitude. They don't know what to do with themselves. Yep. So give me Javante Williams. Tight end, I'm going to start. Uh, ooh. Give me. Give me Hunter Henry versus Cleveland. Yeah, I like that. I like that matchup. Give me Hunter Henry versus Cleveland. Uh, they linebackers are still a little suspect. I like the rookie that they drafted, but they linebackers still a little suspect. I feel like New England's going to run the ball, use their tight ends. He's built a, a good rapport with Mac Jones. Uh, so give me Hunter Henry tight end to start. Quarterback, I'm a wide receiver. I'm starting uh, wide receiver. Give me. I know this because I listen. We got to face that Rams defense. And I had to sit Debo this week. I had to. But that's because I had this young boy on my bench and I'm playing him. Give me Marquise Brown versus Miami. Miami don't know what they're doing. And right now, Baltimore's hot. So I'm starting Marquise Brown against Miami. Yeah, Big Ben, Javante Williams, Marquise Brown, Hunter Henry. That's my start. My sits. Quarterback that I'm sitting. Mike White against Buffalo. Buffalo has had two straight weeks where they didn't look good. They looked shaky against Miami. And then they laid an egg against Jacksonville. The Jets beat Buffalo early this season, I think. Or was that Tennessee? I think that was Tennessee. Anyway, uh, Buffalo is looking to bounce back after two subpar games. So I don't think this is a good week for Mike White to be going up against that Buffalo defense. So I'm sitting Mike White. Um, If you got a quarterback on a bye and Mike White is on your bench, look at the waiver wire. Do not put Mike White in there. Running back that I'm going to sit. Listen, y'all not going to like this either. But I might have to sit Elijah Mitchell going up against that Rams defense. I'm sorry. They only giving up 90. They only averaging 99.6 yards a game, which means there's a couple teams that didn't even hit that. And you know they're going to want to stop the run because what do they want to do? They want to force Jimmy to pass. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially if if especially if Von Miller plays. 
That's 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 fair. I got you. I mean, they want to force in the past. I mean, I'm sitting Elijah Mitchell. Sorry. Wide receiver who's taking a seat this week. Ooh, I don't know if I can do that. Because that's really all Tennessee got. Okay, I don't want to do that. Uh, I was mad uh, Chase had a bad game last week. Me yeah, too. I was mad at that too. Messed up my league. I was mad at that too. <laughs> Messed up my league too, motherfucker. Why Especially was... when he dropped a wide open pass in the end zone. Yep. And why that's all we needed. Was... Right, yeah, yeah. Like, All we needed was yeah. that one catch. It was like 90 right. yards and a touchdown out of the straight. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know he's the number one guy here, but one, because this team has been struggling, mm-hmm. and two, because Arizona defense did look really good and does look really good right now. I'm sitting DJ Moore Ooh. at Arizona. And he's not going is, is, um, to – is his quarterback going to be out for the season? He had some type of shoulder injury. Sam Darnold? Yeah. That's even more reason to sit him. If Sam Darnold not playing this week, I'm dropping all them receivers, dog. If Sam Darnold not playing this week, and they got who's the kid, Derek King, something like that. Panthers set to move Darnold to IR. Oh, they're starting PJ Walker. Oh yeah. Oh DJ Moore getting a sit. DJ Moore getting a sit. And then tight end, I'm sitting. I want to say Gesicki because he's going up against Baltimore, but he he's probably the only option that they have. Even over like Waddle and all them dudes, you just Gesicki's the Gesicki's the guy. Yeah, Dang. have you seen the way he's been playing lately? Dang. Yeah, yeah. But you gonna he, sit him? No, nah, no. What about Andrews though? Because he hasn't been having good productive fantasy weeks. Andrews is an option, but I'm I think you might see a lot of this. I think in this Atlanta game against Dallas, you will see a lot of Trayvon Diggs on Kyle Pitts. Okay, I'm writing it out wide. So I don't know. You can sit Kyle Pitts or you can sit Mark Andrews, one or the other. It's how you and, and and so you know what though? Let me tell you how genius that might be, even though I don't want to sit Kyle Pitts. Let me tell you how genius that might be. Because Kyle Pitts was like on lock last week, there was some wide receiver I ain't never even heard of that was cooking on Atlanta. That's probably yeah, there was, but what's right. his name? I forgot. You probably don't even know how to pronounce his name, do you? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know, know how to pronounce his name. Alameda Zacchaeus. <laughs> Him. Mm-hmm. Zacchaeus. <laughs> Yeah, that dude. Mm-hmm. He had like two touchdowns and like 400 yards, yo. I was like, yo, can they please throw to Kyle Pitts? Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. They had Kyle Pitts on lock. So I think Dallas is going to watch that tape and you're going to see a lot of number seven on number eight. Let me ask you this question. How do you think the Rams, with our safeties not being there, how do you think Higby does against the 49ers? I think he'll be... I think he'll contribute. I don't think I don't think he'll be a big factor. Obviously, they're going to go to Cooper Cup. I think they're going to use uh, Robert Woods a lot. Um, they're going to hit um, 
uh, Henderson out of the backfield. They may even use Sony Michelle out of the backfield. This better um, not be that game, bro. He ain't man, playing all, 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 all this season, basically. I know because I, I I have Sony Michelle on one of my fantasy teams, and he's done absolutely nothing. But this might be the game where he go crazy. We saw J- what James Conner did. I told you um, that so, all they're gonna do is just watch what what right. the Cardinals so, did. Um, and then they got and then they got uh the kid Van Jefferson, who they oh used yeah a another wide receiver. Right. So Higby might contribute, but I don't think he's gonna be. And guess who's their punt returner? Who? Cooper Cup. Oh Lord. <laughs> Yo, he's just a, he's just a problem, man. He's a guy that the 49ers passed over. Who did they draft over Cooper Cup, bro? You want to you want to go back and revisit that? I don't that? even want to. Re- I don't okay, even want to just... that. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in tonight. Thank Love y'all for tuning in tonight. That's right. Uh, guys, we definitely had a blast, man. Shout out to our um, our guest, Mr. Jason Aponte himself, man. Uh, it was a pleasure having him on. Thank you, Mose. Thank you, Miss Deb. Happy birthday to Happy our Happy birthday, Miss Deb. Deb and Fair. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday Fair. to God, yo. He's out there celebrating right now. He said, I'll be on the show. You know, we, we stayed a little extra long. That cat is getting some nookie or something. He ain't here. Like, hey, man, don't put his business in the street like that. This is not the street. This is nitty gritty. <laughs> He keep it hundred. Just got his business out there. What he doing? His birthday with his wife is, is his I, business. Oh my bad, yo. Dang, I can't say nothing, man. Damn, I get this on my own show. I feel like Dave Chappelle. <laughs> this is crazy. Listen, guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Peachy, amazing job. Uh, Mo's tremendous job. I, I definitely love rock with you guys, man. I wouldn't do this any other way, man. Guys, make sure y'all tune in Sunday, 11 a.m. Sizzling Sunday. Yeah, there'll be an episode. And 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 I can't wait to see who... I can't wait for you to see who's chefing up what. It's going to be crazy. And then we're going to do a... Oh, so listen to the schedule. Monday, an hour before the game, we're coming on. So we're going to do a pregame show Monday. So you're going to get the pre-pregame show on Sunday with the food. Then we're going to get the pregame show on Monday after all the updates. And then we're going to do the after show. After the show is the after party. Then after the party is the hotel, the hotel lobby. lobby. Yo, that, that's the best part of the track. And then the guitar. Do, 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 do. Appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Listen. Hey man, we can't be singing no R. Kelly on this show. I was singing Jay-Z. Listen, y'all. <laughs> Stay up. Stay faithful. Believe in that ram in the bush, God. All we got to do is believe. Have faith. Offer what we need to offer. It's not even about offering up anything. It's offering your best. And you'll be blessed. There'll be a ram in the bush waiting there for you guys. All right? Thank y'all so when much. For we go three and five. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> stay Hallelujah. up, stay faithful. Most important, slap Moe's. PG, and you keep it nitty. And Moe's, you keep <laughs> well, I can't I... even do the face now. Gritty. <laughs> Y'all some goofy people. Hey, man. Miss Debbie, we love you. Thank you so much for being a subscriber. We'll see you on After Dark, baby. Peace out, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. Please follow and subscribe on Twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. Also on YouTube, YouTube backslash Wayne Breezy.